Thank you for listening to the Mobcast Network. I am JD from How It Stacks, and I'm here to give you a little bit of foresight into our show. This is correct. Professor Willis and I and the Bulldog tend to get a little carried away and excited about our topics, and we can use a little language that might not be suitable for work. So this is a forewarning for all you listeners out there in magical internet land that we do use language like... F. And B. And C. And D. And what's left? I don't know, but we use variations of all of those. Okay. So for those out there with sensitive ears and listening land, this is a forewarning. We use language on the show. Bitches. Hey guys, it's Jared. I just wanted to mention before the show starts that this is not your average episode of How It Stacks. In case you couldn't tell from the title of the episode, or the description, or the post in which you click to follow through to find it, if it's not already in your RSS subscribed podcast feed reader thing, this is a Pensacon episode. And it's a doozy, clocking in at over two hours and ten minutes. So hold on to your butts. Here we go. What's up, everybody, and welcome to How It Stacks. I am JD. I'm Willis. I'm Bulldog. I guess that's it. We'll, we'll, we'll introduce our panel here in, yeah. in a little bit. Okay, cool. Well, this panel. is a special edition episode. Fancy talk. Yeah, it is fancy talk. <laughs> we are at a fancy table. Yeah. It, is a very, yeah, it is indeed a fancy table. Very formal room here. Yeah. Very, very formal room. Well, guys, we just wrapped our actual coverage of Pensacon, and we uh, expanded our team this year to um, actually six people, uh, and we're going to introduce... You know, two of those uh, right now. Um, my lovely wife, Victoria Depew, makes her podcasting debut on this episode. She actually does exist, and she's a real wait, woman. Wait, I thought no, I thought, no, she, gaming. I thought she was on an episode. Gaming, before. weren't you on an episode? We played. Yes, uh, I Risk. was on Clue. No, Clue. Right. Yeah, you were on Clue. I was on. Yeah, Clue. yeah you're right. I thought you were also on the Doctor. You weren't on the Doctor Who one. No. I should have been. Yeah, you I would have mopped the floor been. with y'all. But old school. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, she's okay. good. She's good. Right. Yeah, yeah, classic. And and I won't do his intro any justice, but our Native American spirit. Guide, Scotty White, or you can also call me Daisy Fuentes. <laughs> no, no, Scotty White. I want to be Daisy Fuentes. No, 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 no. 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 Anyway, man. Uh, so it was, it was, <laughs> it was a great con this year, and we've actually we're gonna do it a little different. Um, last year we did three episodes. The year before that we did one actual How It Stacks episode and released it normally. So this year we're going to try and do... 17. 17 yes. episodes. We're actually going to do release an it's episode... full season of Pentagon yeah. coverage. <laughs> Hold on, looked at me like you were going to murder We're going to release an episode for each panel that we covered. I've got yes. four hours of space. That's that's max. We, so, uh, we can't go more than that, four that, hours. That, that's that. But um, I will give you a quick heads up. I've been sick all weekend. I'm sitting behind the mic sucking down cough drops. So if you hear anything in my mouth, it's not Scotty, Jared... Or Gabe, it's an actual cough drop. So oh, I just okay. want to clear that up. <laughs> For uh, you know, it, as opposed to all those other times when it is Scotty, Jared, or Gabe. And yeah, yeah mouth. I mean, like it, there, there's a lot, you know. So I just I decided <laughs> or, we go ahead and get that. I'll just go it. and say, or or Vicky. <laughs> yeah, or, or, yeah. I was wondering if anybody not you, that was going to like present it as an option. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> we just left it off the table. Right. So, uh, uh, like, if we're going to be crude because the lady is here, but let's really, you know. Well, we've yeah. gotten way off topic. Hey, well, welcome. You've not listened to our show, have you? Yeah. <laughs> I've been running this show for three years. Have you listened to an episode? <laughs> so Rainbow Three. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Rainbow Three. Um, all right. So Pensacon, day one, guys. What, what were some initial first impressions uh, of Pensacon 2016? It's its third year. Mm-hmm. Um, what were some initial impressions? Uh, I, I didn't have a lot of time to think or uh, or sleep or, or eat or any of that fancy stuff. Uh, but I caught some great panels. 
Cool. Uh, started the day off with uh, this really cool uh, artist improv jam thing they did with uh, Stephen Butler and Thomas Florimont. And uh, I posted a couple of pics on my Facebook, and they sh- uh, they're already up on the How It Stacks page, too. Just a couple of them. Uh, what they did was uh, the two artists got up there with a big blank sketch pad and just started spitballing back and forth with the audience for ideas yeah. for a superhero. And, you know, each one did one. And the one that, uh, that I got to help design was a uh, it was a crocodile that shot pasta from his fingertips. And his name was Pasta Croc. I can I buy it though. Yeah, I mean it's. You know, like, I, I, came, like a, I came up with the power and the name. Somebody else did the crocodile. Yeah, but he would be like a turtle villain. Yeah, yeah. sure. You why could not? Play mates figure. Yeah, out. You so why not? Do you watch the new Ninja, the new Ninja Turtles at all? Any anybody? No. It, I, so Sometimes. I started watching it the other night, and uh, it's it's really good. Yeah. Um, but there are tons of mutant like villains and other creatures. Are they be. still ridiculous? Like they always. Yeah. Were? One's a fly, and he acts <laughs> okay. like a fly would act. You know, one's a crocodile, one's a parrot. Well, they've always had a fly. Uh, well, yeah. I'm mean, uh, saying like they've brought him back, but Baxter, just, I never, I never, um, yeah, yeah, Baxter Baxter Simon. yeah. So we have to go back to Pasta Croc for just a second. Okay, so okay. it can be a, an action figure, but they also have to make you know the the giant ones they used to make. Mm-hmm. Well, let's think like that mixed with like a Barbie head that used to do hair, but it would be yeah, a Play-Doh thing Play-Doh. that extrudes Play-Doh oh, out of the play fingers. That all day long. I'm done, dude. <laughs> oh, I'm there. I'm done. I yeah. want Pasta Croc. Yeah, Pasta Croc for the win, win man. Or you could actually put like the dough for pasta in it and make real pasta out of it. Yeah. So it'd be, it'd be a mixture fun. of Easy Bake Oven, the yeah. Barbie head, Play-Doh things, and Ninja Turtle toys. It'd be like an, a kitchen appliance. And a toy. Do they yeah. copyright the ideas? Uh, I don't know. Uh, they, they should have, because with a, a name like Pasta Croc. I think it would be a trademark, not copyright. Uh, well, copyright trademark? Stupid Mop Studios in 2016. It's ours now. Ah! We, we, well, if we officially own, we own Pasta Croc. Damn it! <laughs> Scotty, what do you? What, what was your first impression? Well, this is my first year at Pensacon. I've been away in the lands of the great north for the last two and so but I've done a lot of cons I've done a lot of uh, different size cons um, the first day impressions um, there's some growing pains that they've got they're, they look like to me like they're, they're making good strides but uh, you know I the, the the will call line was insane and it was insane all weekend long yeah and I mean like so I mean they've got they clearly got some issues to work out but besides that I mean um, we had fun we did the the, the filmmakers meet and greet so we met some, uh, some some filmmakers from. I want to say we met uh, one guy from. It was a couple from what South Carolina, North, North Carolina. Carolina. It was Jeffrey. No, I'm sorry. It was Chip. Chip. And, Chip. Oh, I think it's his wife's name. Chip. Uh, Eve. Eve. Okay. I Chip remember that because you know Adam. <laughs> I was sure. like biblical. That should stick in my brain. And uh, then because the, you're such a godly man, I am. Have you listened to the podcast? <laughs> it's like Scotty the Pope on Fridays. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> That would be the greatest crime drama ever. Yeah, Scotty, Scotty the Pope. The Pope. <laughs> He's a Native American spirit just, guide. The Pope yes. is the Pope. They fight crime. Yeah. I, I would watch that. that picture like Wheels and Leg Man. Right. From, uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, so, um, you know, I saw some interesting costumes the first day. I, I think, I mean, I, I only did two days of the show and I mainly did Saturday because cause we just, we just kind of walked around the first day to get our legs yeah. wet, sort of, so to speak. Um, the... I got to meet Dave Dorman though, who's uh, he's a 
uh, painter and an artist for uh, Star Wars. Yeah, Star Wars. He's in a lot of stuff. But Star. He's mostly known for his Star Wars or from, from Dark Horse Comics. Mm. I'm a huge Dave Dorman fan, and uh, I've been tracking him down for different cons, and I either just miss him or he'd cancel, or I couldn't go to this con. So it was after like ten years, of like I can't wait to meet Dave Dorman. I finally got to meet Dave Dorman, and he was super awesome and super super cool. And uh, I bought a poster from him, and he signed that. He was really. See, I think I saw him one of his panels last year. He's yeah, super yeah, yeah. chill. He's yeah, so that was one of the ones you covered last year. He's he's on the list of stuff like you know when, when we're starting producing our own material. I'd love to get to hire him to commission him to do work for us because um just you know I, him and Art Adams are like my two top favorite artists. Nice. You know, I, I I didn't see Dave Dorman this year, but he's he's kind of he's kind of becoming a Pensacon staple too. Mm-hmm. He was there last year. I know. Was he there first year? I I don't remember. Unfortunately, oh. I don't remember if he was there. Well, he lives sure in the, or not. he lives in the Panhandle, so he lives in oh, Florida. Yeah. So uh, go for like, And, and I kind of get the feeling yeah. a couple of people do. Like a like Steve Butler lives in Mississippi. Yeah, I know Steve Scott lives in Mississippi. I'm I'm wondering if Neil Adams doesn't live down here somewhere. He's got to be close. He's it got to be. There's uh, you know because he's constantly doing signings at local shops mm-hmm. and was well, I wouldn't not? say constantly. Yeah, but I mean but it's, it's more than he's down, he's down here a lot. It's more than I would have expected. Yeah, and I mean he, I know he he was. He He's from the the Northeast, the New York, Brooklyn area up there was where his career started. But I don't know if he if he just retired down here or what, but it seems like he's around here a lot. Right. Yeah. There's a couple of other people who have become Pentagon staples. And uh, this is something I brought up in the interview. But Count Gordevole, for me, it's it's not Pentagon until, until I see Count Gordevole. Because he was the first person I bumped into the first year, and I was uh, just kind of wandering around picking up our passes. He was just right. hanging out. Yeah, it's was just he in full makeup. Good, yeah, he's oh, always I've never seen him not in full makeup. He's it's always not in makeup. He gets out yeah. of the car in full makeup. Yeah, I saw him get there on Sunday. He was so getting awesome. out, walking yeah, with somebody. Of, yeah, was, uh, when I got uh, I got there on Saturday, he was walking up uh, the ramp like right uh, like right behind where I was, and he was already full dress, full makeup. You know. He doesn't. I, I get the feeling he doesn't let people see him without full makeup. Oh, yeah, man. Dress. I wouldn't be surprised if he went to the grocery store like yeah. that. I, I, which so leads, I which leads me into the which leads me into the next thing I saw on Friday. Uh, the horror hosts panel was a lot of fun. That was uh, it was Count Gordeval with Dedger Winters, uh, Sorceress Celeste, and Victoria Bathory. Uh, Dedger Winters has a uh, has a show on YouTube called. I'll have to look it up and get back to you. Uh, That's a great name yeah. for a show. I have to yeah, look, yeah, right. I have to look it up but, and get back uh, to you. It's it's this sort of classic like late night you know comedy horror hosting thing, sort of like uh, like you've seen Elvira and mm-hmm. the Tales from Crypt the Crypt Keeper yeah. and you know stuff like that. And it was them doing their. Sh- uh, you know, it was them and Count Gordeval basically talking about the history of that format, like the the history of the the late night horror show thing and it was really cool just kind of hearing how that whole business worked like most uh, like all the all of their stuff is public domain i believe it is deadgar's uh, dark coffin classics that's right thank you so much for bulldog for, with a research yes for for pulling up that research but yeah dead uh, deadgar's dark coffin classics i did watch uh the episode that they did on uh uh the color version of the original night of the living dead and that was uh, that was enjoyable I really enjoyed that. And they went on and liked our page and everything. I, if you guys are listening to this, I really, really hate we didn't get back to do the interview 
on Sunday afternoon. Yeah, that took a lot longer than I expected to get yeah, back there. Yeah, we, so, we wound up getting wrapped up doing a ton of stuff. I'm really sorry we didn't make it to you guys. Really sorry we didn't make it to Sika. Uh, I really, really wanted to sit down and talk with him. Uh, but we did get some really cool ones on Sunday, too. But that's getting ahead of ourselves. Uh, Bulldog, what about you, man? Uh, uh, unfortunately, the panels I went to weren't incredibly impressive. Uh, there weren't any celebrities involved. So there's no, and it wasn't, it's just, I don't know how to say that. Uh, I mean, it's not anything Pentagon did wrong. It's just the people there weren't enjoyable to me. So it was either subject matter that I wasn't incredibly interested in, um, or the panelists, uh, gave grief to things that I would, I didn't appreciate. <laughs> was, is, do you try chalk that up to actual like experience or did you set the bar too high from the previous years? Uh, I mean, the one that I wasn't interested in, it was something that we just, we wanted to cover because I thought it might pique my interest, okay. but it ended up just not being that entertaining. Sure, it was informative, one? but it wasn't entertaining. Which was? Uh, I don't I don't want to badmouth people because no, it it's not bad. No, no. Okay, there's so, a difference between badmouthing and good. I mean, this is a critique. So, clarify, just for clarification, it literally was just something I wasn't interested. There were other people in the room that thoroughly enjoyed what was being talked about. So it, this isn't a necessarily a bad mouth or. Uh, What's it called when you beat up on people? Anyway, uh, I mean that's a good word. Yeah, word. slandering. You know, using yeah, uh, it was critique. in print. It's liable. J. Jonah Jameson taught me that. Yeah, this is not print. <laughs> <laughs> it was the uh, what, civil rights and social injustice in comics. So I was like, oh, that sounds interesting. And the the topics, oh, yeah. the topics uh, that were talked about. Yeah, you were there. Yeah, that I was there for that one. It sounded like I actually, a cool that was that was really enjoyable. See, uh, well, okay, it was interesting. <laughs> It, I, it was, it was I really find interesting. It as, it kept me as helpful, or not helpful, yeah. but as entertaining. Um, so, some of the info was really good, but it was just yeah. it was seemed it seemed dry. So yeah. so, so so I wasn't there, and uh, I, I've seen some of these panels how they typically are. So I have to ask: Was mm -hmm. it diverse? Uh, the, the people inside? Well, the panel, the, the panel hosts. The hosts? No, that's typically the way it is. Yeah, uh, that. <laughs> And, uh, that, that, and yeah, you can yeah. read that as social commentary because that totally was social commentary. <laughs> yeah. But, well, the, the, the panelist was actually really good. Like, he's giving out really helpful and informative what info, you but it you just. He, from made you people. It seemed like he was more academic and it wasn't. He hadn't rehearsed speaking in front of people. So it wasn't as. Um, Interact is not the it's right like, word because he was asking questions and, it's and like people a were answering. Lecture, I've been there. Yeah, he could be a professor. That would work out well. It probably was. Yeah. Well, uh, he's too young to be a professor. I think he graduated recently. His thesis was on this. So he could be a professor. If he's supposed to be done a thesis, if it's his master's, he should. There's only one professor I, I listen to. I know. Yeah. Excellent. Ah, ah, I like that. You like that. Uh, so uh, I, 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 I took a whole different one. I was like, I know we covered it. We covered it pretty heavy the first year. But did anybody go see Deep Roy's panel this year? Unfortunately, no. I we did not. Um, so yeah, yeah, that was your day one. Yeah. Well that, and we went to, um, for the record, deep Roy is fantastic and gives a great panel. He, I, yes. I, no, I his are hilarious. Yeah, his I hate that we didn't get a chance to talk to him either, man. Uh, so, uh, the other one that I, the other panel that I went to that I remember off the top of my head was the 50th anniversary of star Wars, which was also star, star Trek. Trek, star, star Trek. Trek. Dang it. It's okay. We'll talk about that one very soon. Mm -hmm. It's fine. Mm -hmm. Uh, <laughs> 10 years. What? The 50th anniversary of Star Wars. It's in 10 years. Oh, okay. I was like, 
Anyway, uh, I yeah, thought I you were saying too. it's only been around for 10 years. I was like, what? No, I got I really confused. No, anyway. <laughs> that panel's been going on for 10 years now. It's a yeah, long right. panel. <laughs> anyway. Uh, we got the tail end up. That one was more of a, the panelists were very much so hating on newer Star Trek and or any other oh, fandom. Oh, that's right. You caught that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So they were hating on any other fandom and or um, uh, other they, newer stuff. They tried their best to, to not make it look like they were, but it came across like they were. Right. You know, I mean, they, they well, openly... Well, in one breath, they would try their best to make it not sound like they were hating on Star Wars or anything else, but really just Star Wars. But then in the very next breath, they would... And it all started with a, with your buddy asked a yeah. question. Yeah, and, and so a, a, friend of mine, yeah. a friend of mine okay. comes, to the, comes to the con from Birmingham, and he's wearing a Star Wars hoodie and goes to the 50th anniversary of Star Trek and gets picked on. So, I, unfortunately, we didn't catch... We weren't in there when he walked in, so I didn't catch the Yeah, I mean, they, he, he was basically like, oh, I got a Star Wars fan, and they're like, oh, shit. And this guy's like... I, I mean, I like both, and they're like, really, people. And then, yeah, I mean, and was... then the commentators or the, or the panelists were like, uh, you know, oh, it's okay. We all like both. They're both great. And you know, like, who likes this? Who likes this? And I mean, they they did that whole spiel, but you know, it it, it was funny at first. But I don't think opening a panel that way is the right way to do things. Like, right. I mean, I, I've hosted shows. I I mean, I've been in a lot of like public style stuff, and and it sets the bar when you open an event like that sure. right like you can do that midway through a show you can do that you know 25% way through the show or you know after somebody you know it, yeah. it's just not you don't want to open with your gag like hey fuck that dude you know like, <laughs> like you're not welcome here yeah. boy the, the, it's, get it, on your X-Wing and leave this is a bit of foreshadowing but the best way to open a panel is honestly free stuff yeah just throwing that out there well, I think I know honestly really I, I gotta well. give credit yeah, to Jeremy Branch I think yeah. he did his, his he hosted well, a, I don't uh, jump and there's a Sunday, the foreshadowing he yeah. did a, he yeah. did a Q&A panel yeah. What that is? No. Uh-huh. He's an actor. By the way, I saw, I saw him. Uh, uh, I saw him moderate a couple of panels, and he did a great job. Yeah, Jeremy, he, he actually did, man. And really kudos to him it and his team. If it was on a script, he would have totally got it. Well, they're still picking on me. But anyway, my my, my point is, is he like, yeah, I mean, there, there's a, there's a right and wrong way to do things, and I think that they 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 intended it to go over funny, and there was a lot of like hardcore Trekkies there that were like, yeah, fuck that dude, and blah blah blah. But what when it, that panel quickly evolved into, it felt very. This is this isn't the right word, but it felt very bitter. Like the panel felt no, that bitter. Is absolutely it, it felt the bitter right to word. me. Like so, it, you know, and, and so okay, so I wasn't there. So and and like a lot of the listeners weren't there. So let's 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 kind of figure out. So was your panelist? Uh, there were four of them, and they and they basically took. Um, what do you think like, their age group was? Oh shoot! Oh, they they, they, a lot some of them, them had seen around, the original the original yeah, series, and some hadn't. Like on 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 air. So I mean, they they were older. So, so it was forties and up. Forties, yeah. see that's what, yeah. Yeah, I mean, not, not like yes. senior Thank citizen, you. but I mean, no, 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 one of them were, one of one or two of them were. Here, here, yeah. So here's the thing: they, they, not in a bad way. I mean, it's just they were they were older, so and that's they grew we, we up. We got with. there early because you know we were media, so we got in, we set up, we had cameras. I positioned you know um, our photographer Vicky. I was like, okay, I want you over here. I want you you know move around getting these shots, and I'm sitting on the floor and I'm taking notes, you know, and. uh and while they're getting set up, they're, they're actually having a really cool conversation. Like, okay, do you want to talk about the allegory? Do you want to talk about, you know, the science? Do you want to talk about the math? Do you want to talk about the diversity? I mean, like, and they're like, oh, cool. So each person got a category. And as the panel opens, I mean, uh, the guy who felt to me more like a uh, like a host, you know, um, opens up with the Star Wars bit. I just I didn't think that was a, a, a real super, you know, I mean, it just kind of set the bar. And then um, we got very little lore and, and, and Star Trek and it became more about like 
the bad robot, you know, um, yeah, like the, the, the lawsuit. The yeah. Yeah, yeah, that it, lawsuit. It became a bash on. It was, there was, um, you know, the bash on the new stuff, the bash on, you know, Abrams. Um, yeah. then, Apparently there's a lawsuit going on about something with it, something yeah, else. It's a, it's a fan-made it's a, it's a, it's yeah. a, it's oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Tell me about that. Well, yeah. either way, whatever it was, yeah. they spent entirely it, too, too much, much time. time it, like, I'm a Trekkie and I'm a, and I'm a Star Wars guy. Like, I, I honestly and I and I truthfully love both. I actually I love I love uh, 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 original series. I love the next gen. I've lo- I've loved what I've seen of Deep Space Nine. I adored Voyager like Voyager to me was my Star Trek series. I watched it from pretty much from beginning to end. Um, Enterprise, and, and I never watched Enterprise. Enterprise is not bad. Um, and so, and th- and then here's here's the kicker. I've seen all of the Star Trek movies. I was, um, I was, I remember the day that Star Trek Generations came out on VHS. My dad drove around to five different stores to find a copy of it and buy it and come home so we could all watch it. And we had sandwiches that night and we watched the Star Trek Generations. I mean that that was my that was my dad's thing, you know, and. I'm a huge Star Wars guy, and I love the Abrams stuff because I think it, it's a good spin on Star Trek to bring in new fans. And they made that point. It was a really cool point that they made. They're like, we don't love the Abrams stuff. I see why it's important because it's bringing new light to that. And as soon as that, well, they breath, were very, they were very uh, divided on that. Yeah, and thought. as soon as that breath left their like left, they they went back to, but fuck it, like like I don't like Abrams, you know. And it was right. like you're you're literally shooting yourself in the foot for for what was a very complimentary statement because. Star Trek is is I mean it just needed a, a new little bit of life brought back to it and Abrams did that for, it, for clarification were they dropping f bombs or is that your interpretation That's just I'm JD this is just okay just, and I, this is just, how it stacks just for clarifications old Trek fans don't really But yeah I mean so we're we're dog, we're diving into my first impression of day 1 so I mean aside from that panel which I didn't I didn't thoroughly enjoy mm-hmm. um I got some good little snippets out of you know but um I, I it wasn't I didn't think it was great sure. um you know, uh, I, day one felt a little slow for me, um, but it may, and I thought about it in retrospect. It could have been a couple of factors. The fact that they've found a way to get the traffic dispersed quickly made it feel like the con was a little slower. Right. Um, but there also just wasn't a lot going on Friday that really, really drew my attention. There in. weren't a lot of big headlining, for lack of better terminology, headline panels. Well, there, but, were, there were a few big names. No, no, so, mean, there, there weren't was, a lot, is all I was saying. Was Red Ranger. I, I didn't say there weren't any. I said yeah. there weren't a lot. Just, if, you think about, like, <laughs> if you think about Sunday, though, there were like six at all times. Yeah. That yeah. you go, yeah. F, and which really, one do I go I kinda, to? I kind of wasn't expecting any of the big stuff to be going on at the Sanger or the Rex on Friday. Just because, you know, the, for the last couple of years, Friday has been, you know, kind of a getting into it kind yeah. of day. You well, figure it's out like, where and you want to go, all of the, all of learn, the really the big con. stuff yeah. hits on Saturday. Well, it's it's a it's most people's work day. Yeah. So, like, you know, the, the biggest day is going to be Saturday because, A, that's if you want to go for one day, yeah. you don't have to take off work. You get a, yeah. a one-day pass and everybody and for the last the for the on, last two Saturday. years in a row, Saturday is the day that everybody yeah. shows Everything's up. happening yeah. on Saturday. Yeah. So, um, so uh, anyway. there were there were a couple of them. I didn't even realize that Deep Roy and Red Ranger were on that day. Uh, we uh, there were there are two more that I wanted to bring up and talk about briefly. Uh, well, let uh, we want to hear what her oh, first yeah, impressions were. Oh my first impressions. Okay, um, yeah, day one felt slow for me uh, as well. Um, I don't know. I guess I was just expecting a lot more. That was our um, fault. Yeah, which I yeah. think is y'all's fault. <laughs> um, it was. I was. 
we're, still we're correcting kind of, that right now. Yeah, I was still kind of <laughs> blown away by it, though. There was a lot to see, and I really um, I liked the vendor floor. I thought that was really cool, and where the artists were, and yeah. like to me, that was the most interesting part of the entire thing on Friday. Yeah. Um, did not enjoy the Star Trek panel. It just irritated me. Uh, the Star Trek um, 50th anniversary. Yeah. Yes, yeah. that we, panel we've, that we've, we've all been talking about. We've covered that one ad nauseum at this yeah. point. So, so we already know why. Um, but yeah, I did not enjoy that. Um, I did thoroughly enjoy the, um, oh my God, the short film festival. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The U.S. Uh, yeah, that was one Friday. of the ones I was going to bring oh, okay. up. Yes. That it, was it Friday. And that and the and match game, I wanted to hear y'all talk about. Okay, cool. We'll get so to that much fun. Yeah. That was so much fun. I love, 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 love that. Um, a few of the movies were terrifying and made me cry the during the movie. The Silent Man. Is, uh, no, 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 no. The Smiling Man. The Smiling Man. The Smiling Man. The Smiling Man. Okay. Scared the absolute shit out of me. Like, oh my God. And then the peripheral. Low language. We don't use language. Oh, yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> better, I better be careful with what I say. Um, oh, Bulldog God. One out. of them I had nightmares all night about. So, anyway, really enjoyed that panel. Um, and then, of course, at the end of the night, they had that match game thing with all the celebrities and if you can't see me but i'm using air quotes um oh wow those those were (laughs) no the way they acted and the way i saw them throughout the con i was i was really not impressed and it was really annoying why were they not acting like celebrities like oh no no they were acting way too much like celebrities that's what they are they are celebrities i mean the the, the match game itself even if you go back to like the original episode like the original stuff i don't don't, it it was just either way it was outside of the fact that it wasn't on television so it was uh uncensored i mean it was outside of that it was it was true to the the game the match game i mean that's fine i don't i don't really care about the game itself that that part's irrelevant to me it just was not i don't know i i just it felt like such a huge waste of time for me it, it i'm serious it did and it just kind of felt like none of them really wanted to be there i don't know well that's just what that's my personal impression so so not necessarily mind, what right? the thing is so so well, i wouldn't say none of them that's just how it felt yeah. so so Friday night's always put up with a grain of salt for a couple of reasons. You know, celebrities just fly in there, and so and they probably just got back from a show, and they're always on tour. I mean, it's a I get it. I mean, sometimes you have better times when they're they're you know bettering up, and all the times they're, they're they, just they were loosened up with alcohol. It was fine. Well, that's okay. I mean, I'm just saying, you know, you get tired, you can't be bitchy. I mean, that's all right. <laughs> Or, or as Drew said all weekend, you know, grumpy. It's like celebrities <laughs> get grumpy. Well, I think, I mean, as far okay, so for, let's Friday for me as a whole, and we're gonna we'll get to the we'll start talking about the panels. Okay, we'll work yeah. our way to the match game, then we need to talk yeah. about it in a whole. So uh, uh, the, the first panel I went to was the meet and greet, right? Um, the film fake the film make a film fakers the filmmakers meet and greet oh, which I actually, that was on Saturday it was Friday, Friday. Oh, Drew? Oh, um, yeah, 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 that was and that, that was the panel it was on oh, Sunday oh, okay uh, anyway the meet and greet was great I got to meet two of the directors who would go on to a director and producer who went on to win the awards at the film festival so that was cool. really cool they got to um, meet me yeah I'm pretty awesome yeah, yeah. it was all Scotty um, yeah Chip and Jeffrey you guys your films I can't were great. meet that um, that's fine you guys did a great job <laughs> kudos to y'all so that was pretty much where actually our actual coverage kind of stopped until later that even actually at the yeah. festival so um, at this point in time we went to Tin Cow mm. oh yeah Tin, Tin Cow, Cow. That's, Build yeah, your own. they might as amazing. well be an unofficial or no they no they should be an official Howard Stack sponsor but for now they're an unofficial Howard Stack sponsor they're really good oh my gosh this place is so good so, uh, yeah. a podcast from right there 
I, I would do it. Wow. All right, and uh, what, what? Tell me your panels, and then what you were thinking. Um, what you, oh. you, you wanted to cut. Talk. You about. said you had well, realized I mean, that some we, weren't we've there. We've already pretty much talked about the, the only panels that I went to on Friday. I did, however, and I'm I'm glad that they let me do this. I want to I want to especially thank uh, Chris Wilkes and the rest of the people at Vinyl Music Hall for letting me in to uh, to take some very blurry photos of the Molly Ringwald Jazz Show. <laughs> uh, man, her band was incredible. Yeah. Uh, it, it was phenomenal. She's a great singer. I did not see that coming. Yeah. Like, I was expecting it to be kind of kitschy and yeah. like, oh, we got Molly Ringwald because Pensacon's in town. No, it was a, it was a good show. Nice. Do you know she where she was a, yesterday? Uh, say what? Do you know where she was yesterday? Where? Huntington, West Virginia. Oh, wow. Yeah, she was right by where I lived. Oh, wow. She did a show up there. That's Man, booking, it was dude. It was yeah. a fantastic show. Uh, she did a, uh, she did a version of... Uh, I'll be seeing you that uh, that damn near brought tears to my eyes. It was amazing. You know, I'll be seeing you. And it's, it's an old standard. Keep singing, buddy. <laughs> Take me away, baby. Um, so, yeah, what else did you cover Friday? Uh, that was that was the last thing I covered. I mean, I wandered around a little bit downtown. Yeah, and just well, kind of wandered because they had uh, that was uh, they had gallery night that night, too. Yeah. And so it was uh, the streets of downtown Pensacola were just mobbed with people. Between Pensacon and Gallery Night, I mean, there were bands playing on every street corner. There were tents set up with people showing off artwork everywhere. Uh, um, the space in front of uh, uh, Hopjacks, I think it was, they had a band on the balcony overlooking just this giant teeming crowd. Yeah. And it was it was really cool. They had uh, they had a lot of stuff going on. Uh, down for uh, I'm like I really want to get Pawpaw's medicine cabinet to play gallery night. Uh, like I'm I'm excited about trying to make that happen now. But uh, but we went down there and uh, Chris was uh, was nice enough to let me in to shoot some photos and and jot some notes down about the Molly Ringwald performance. Sweet, man. It was great. Uh, that was pretty much the last thing I did apart from just kind of wandering around and talking to people. You know. Hearing a lot of the other things that you know that people had to say about the convention and stuff like that, I met a couple of cool people over at this fancy pants whiskey bar down there that was really cool. Oh, they have a they have a three maybe four page list of nothing but whiskeys. All right, I'm going. It's a giant wall in the bar that has like Sounds a good. like like a like a bookstore ladder on rails that they have to slide from side to side to climb and get oh, it's any number. It's done of, now. Yeah, it's a couple of hundred different kinds of whiskeys they've got there. It was nuts. If I were a drinking man, I would have been a uh, I would have been a drunken man. <laughs> Congratulations um. for uh, not breaking the soberness. Yeah, so, I know, right. Um, our our day two, I'm sorry, day one, ended at the match game, right? So the film festival, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. There were some entries that I, I wasn't impressed with, and there were some that I was blown away by. Um, Smiling man, um, I still, dude. As far as like that was my top pick. Yeah, that was an incredible film. Um, if you like, uh, it's man, I, I don't even know. If you, I would say horror slash thriller. Like I don't even know how because there wasn't a, there wasn't a lot of gore. I mean, it's a creepy film. It's I mean, just, but I don't think just, I don't think gore. I mean, gore is now synonymous with 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 horror. But I don't think it's 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 a defining factor. Yeah, but I would you know we'll, we'll just say it's a creepy 
thriller. It was good. Uh, we'll call it a creepy um, thriller. If you can find it somewhere, I would highly so recommend watching it. The winners were uh, My Luchador, which is a great film. Very little dialogue. Oh, extremely well acted. The actress who actually... Uh, was was in that film found out that she was doing that role i think of the day of or something ridiculous like that um she was a, a replacement actor and um went on to just slaughter the role she had totally owned it uh and then the fan favorite was um expiration date which was by a local director uh jeffrey he was he was really cool really good guy um the match game panel for me um i the humor was a, was across the board was like uh, what is one thing that Jeffrey's going to... Not Jeffrey. I just, I'm stuck on that name. Let's say uh, the, the Bill. What's one thing that Bill wears when he goes out? You know, like Bill has blank on when he goes out to eat, you know? And then like they're all the celebrities are like, a cock ring, a mm. crusted dildo with emeralds and rubies, mm. you know, vaginal secretions. And mm. I mean, those were the answers that were given, you know? So yeah. it, it resonated. It's like, a, it's like a really interesting game of Mad Libs. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's one sentence Mad Libs. Yeah. But the fun part, the part that uh, if you haven't seen the show, that you have two contestants. So you have the panelists, the celebrities. Oh, we have I, two I contestants. Game, well, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm speaking oh, for gotcha. the, the guests or the, the listeners. You're just looking so, at me with those intent eyes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Got distracted. Uh, so you have two you have two uh, uh, contestants that come in from the crowd, and basically they they pick the. I think the question might have been at random, but then they pick their answer, and mm-hmm. they're trying to get the celebrities to say something very similar. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't think they caught on very quickly. <laughs> so at one point, like there was one that was uh, you know, Debbie is so dumb that she's the only girl in her class that wears blank, and the the kid's answer was helmet. That nobody went anywhere near helmet. Yeah, I mean, I think I think somebody got it just by because it was like, it was some other something else that had to do related to your head. Like it was just it was it was close enough. And they're like, that's close enough. Give yeah. them a point. You know, yeah. it was just. Um, ugh. And then uh, you know, and I could see some of Vicky's points. You know, I mean, like it was the first year they got growing pains, man. Like then Mike was settling in, trying to get the, them going. You know, I mean, the celebrities were fucking with each other and going back and forth and then messing with the crowd and heckling each other. I mean, it was just a lot of that back and forth. So, um, so what was the crowd into it? Uh, some of at some points. Yeah. I mean, there were some that were more into it than others. Um, for sure. I would say know. half, half. Yeah. I mean, I think it's just, it's definitely one of those things, you know, they got some kinks to work out of it. I don't think it was a total failure at, by any means. I think, uh-huh. you know, they had some good funny parts to it and I think next year it'll be better. I just think anytime Dana Snyder opens his mouth is hilarious. Oh, he was good. The yeah. only the only critique Agreed. I would the only critique I would give is that they've they've got to find a way to limit the time for, for answering because that's what drug on a, on occasion. Yeah, I mean oh, yeah. It, it's one of those. Yeah, things maybe where that's it's, why. I didn't it's it's like you got to treat it as a production. So they like yeah. you know, music's going to be a big thing. You know, having something like ambient sound when when yeah. we're, we're deliberating, yeah. um, which they actually rectified for the costume contest, which we're going to talk about very quickly because I think we're about ready to anything else for day one. Uh, I, That's all I I'm had. Good, cool, bam. Day two. Day oh, yeah. two. First impressions, or uh, you know, what, what do we think? Well, uh, I got uh, uh, I got out of I left downtown Pensacola at like two, and then and so I got home at about three three thirty. Uh, managed to get maybe an hour and a half two hours of sleep and then turn around and drove back to pensacola yeah uh, yeah but you're used to it's the rock star life <laughs> yeah the rock star life does not involve getting up at seven o'clock in the morning <laughs> sometimes you gotta go to that waiter job or whatever yeah, yeah. <laughs> rock star life go work the uh, breakfast buffet right yeah right gotta eat but now uh 
Saturday, uh, I got down there. I was running behind, and I missed uh, I missed the first one that I really wanted to go see, which was a science panel on uh, the state of robotics today, which I really wanted to see, and it, it bugged me that I didn't get to go. Uh, I didn't get to go to that one. Uh, well, it's going well, and they all want to kill you. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So the first one that I actually got to see on Saturday was a writer's panel called, uh, I'm trying to get the, this the, is a the exact, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get and everybody's the, like, uh, oh, clickety, 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 enter. Yeah. <laughs> it was, where was it? Damn it. It was books and awesome you. female characters, fierce femmes in the literary world. See why it took me so long to get it? It took me a minute. That was also written by a writer. That's a very wordy title. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the, the panelists were uh, Kevin J. Anderson, David Butler, Nancy Collins, R.J. Terrell, and Peter Wax, all authors, you know, editors, game designers. And it was, it was a really informative, interesting panel. It was, um, you know, all about... You know what makes a strong female lead. And it was it was really neat. You know, hearing so a bunch learn? of hearing a bunch of authors talk about what makes a character like that. Why you would write a character. You know what what makes you decide to change. You know to change little things about it based on whether the character is male or female. How you write for a a, a character that you don't have the experience to voice. You know, so that your twelve-year-old heroine is doesn't sound like a forty-five-year-old's man, a forty-five-year-old man's depiction of a twelve-year-old. So heroine. stay gold, pony boy. Stay gold. That one. <laughs> I think that one might have gone over my head. Well, it was written by mm-hmm. a woman, and it's about like adolescent men. Oh, okay. Or, or but she was sixteen when she wrote it. So yeah. I mean, when it was published. So yeah. So the Outsiders literature, read it. It's a great book. I, I love it. I still love the. It's been a while since I've read the Outsiders. I, it's been a while since. Like, like and they had some middle school. They had some really, really great back and forth with the Q and A on that. Like yeah. the Q and A on that was really cool. You could tell it was by. It was mostly really young people, like you know, like you know, young teenagers. And Dreamers. You could, you could tell. Well, you could tell that that they were the, the world has crushed them. Yeah, they're like, we want to be writers. Well, you could tell that they were writing. An English teacher. Yeah. You know, you could tell that they were writing and and hearing genuine, sincere questions from you know people who genuinely respect these people, if for no other reason than than their authors with published works. If that's the only reason why they respect them, even then. It's cool to see, you know, it's cool to see these people coming up with really well thought out questions and really well thought out answers. It was probably the best Q&A that I saw all weekend awesome. uh, just because both sides really gave a shit. You yeah. know what I mean? It was that was really neat. That was my first kind of the, that was my first panel of the day. Uh, there was a bunch of other stuff. I actually what did I do? Where's my. I'm trying to pull up my, my schedule on the app, which, by the way, I loved the app this year. That helped out 
I a loved lot. it when I could um, no, I was actually say, use it. The only critique would be the fact that there's no data, and that's not something that can directly help. It's infrastructure, yeah. which is, I mean, yeah, every right. I think, I mean, even from Mike all the way down to, to, to oh, volunteer. Like I said, they can't they can't fix that because they're inside a big concrete building or you know an it's, old it's an old theater. It's not it's, designed for. Right. It's not only that, but you've also got thirty thousand people all trying to use the internet at the same, same time. time. Right. And so not that's coupled with dead. the already existing populace of you right. know, that area. Right. It's just it gets bottlenecked. Yeah, the one thing I don't know if it's see, the problem is the, the, op, the other option is to have a like a pre-cached version of it, but then if panels get changed with its with, with the fact that it refreshes automatically, the panel changes happen in the app automatically. If you had a cached version, you wouldn't get those updates. I mean, it, there, there's there's give and take. I mean, I, I thought it was it was very useful for um for, right you know especially because. Uh, the backstory to our con this year, we didn't get a chance to pregame due to uh, my being, me being sick, just other obligations. Inclement weather, yeah, all kinds I mean, of just, stuff. We had a terrible storm, you know, the day that we were supposed I mean, it's just, we didn't get a chance to get together. Getting one tomorrow. Now, the weather, the weather at the convention this weekend was for you. Oh, it was awesome. But as far as yeah, the app it was goes, really it, nice. was, it was exponential in helping us navigate yeah. and plan on the spot Pretty successfully, if I might say, I think I mean, no. with us with all of our powers combined, we did a pretty good. We made an awesome, pretty, Captain pretty damn Planet. job. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. The <laughs> only the only critique I would give is from uh, the, my, the friend who came down. Um, his he has a Windows Mobile phone, so the the app doesn't work there. Well, that's his. There's a Windows phone. Bill Gates didn't have a Windows phone. <laughs> As someone who had a Windows phone, they're terrible. That's your friend's no. fault. Yeah, dude, I blame him. The the point is, it would be nice to have a a paper copy of like the original set plan at least like hey the plan okay, for this for that, that. I, I, I can buy it on here's, here's the original plan and then if yeah. things change hey it's paper was printed a week ago like it might not be up to date yeah. but that was the plan at least yeah, I mean, and then there's thousands of reads like it could be but whatever but yeah i'm, I'm right. with you but at least a backup a like hey here's the original plan here's the set schedule for what it was originally intended Sorry that you have a sorry you have a Windows phone like it's, and, it, that does suck for you. Uh, yeah. Oh, you can use the website. Oh, wait, our internet sucks. So not our internet, but the yeah. internet here right. sucks because there's thirty pe- thirty thousand people yeah. here. So it, that would be Which, the one. By the way, do we do we have numbers on how many people attended? The, there was uh, an interview on a, on a talk station sixteen twenty, I think, uh, today with Mike, and he said it was they don't have totals, but it was roughly the same amount as last year is what they're guessing. Oh, so wow. twenty twenty three twenty five somewhere in there. Oh, okay. That's the app was great. Yeah, I think that's a good point, man. Um, and then the, you know your panel was great. What about you? I mean, like the the next one I had was was a big one. But yeah, you know, let's move around. Well, all right, Scotty, what'd you get day one or day two? Uh, day two, I, fantastic. I loved it, man. Great, great point. Yeah. <laughs> I'm playing. Love you. Keep going. <laughs> Um, day two, you know, it was interesting because I didn't know I was going to hook up with you guys in work, which which, which is great. Welcome to the big show. Right, right. I, I just, I, so, you know, I, I rode with you know, I rode with another group on Friday, and we just kind of walked. We didn't stay very long. Saturday was kind of my day to, to – I was just going to walk around and do some stuff. And, like, I've done a lot of cons. So, it's, you know, after yeah. a while, you're just like, I want to see some great cosplay. But I really went to go see Denise Crosby because uh, I'm a huge fan. And I had got this book. Uh, she was in a movie in 1986 called The Eliminators. I'm a huge fan of that. That's one of my favorite science fiction. It's terrible. It's a terrible movie. I want to remake it so bad. Do it. Right, right. But um, I ordered a book from England on Charles Brand, the guy who um, – he's the, he produced it. But um, – People know him from like uh, Troll and Dolls, and he was, he he started Full Moon Entertainment, and so that's why the book's on. But there was a section on the Eliminators. It came in the Friday night when I got home, so I was, was waiting for me when I got home, so I grabbed it, 
and she signed it for me. She looked at it for like 10 minutes, was goshing over the book. It was awesome. We had this connection while I was getting this auto, you know, this autograph and she was just, I had so much fun. She was such a doll about the whole thing. It was, and so that was great. And then I went next door to Michael Dorn who did even look me in the eye. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it was a Klingon thing <laughs> or he was now, hungover. Now, okay, before we go on in any in any further, when when introducing yourself to Michael Dorn, did you speak any Klingon? No. Okay. All what right. What about what about and, I am Weasel? Uh, no, I just went. Hi, I'm Scotty. I'm a fan. Oh, okay. All right. I was worried I you were. We I was it. worried you were going up there. And, you know, like, kapla. Yeah. Well, that's what you do when you see a Klingon. He just yeah. wasn't in gear. He wasn't, yeah. You know. So, oh, okay. He was in this in, in Canito. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's, uh, it's I, watched, I went and saw his panel on Sunday, and he he was I, I did I did get very briefly on video, but he went into the wharf voice like once, and he made a big deal out of out of saying like, "Man, I usually don't do this. I don't I don't really like doing this. I'll give you guys the wharf voice just once," and uh, it was the uh, the quote from the the Christmas episode where he's like, "You know, Captain, I object. I am not a merry man." Uh, that's from the Robin Hood episode. Oh, okay. Well, that's that's what it is because they don't celebrate Christmas. The I, I assumed I assumed it was Christmas. You were like I'm married. not a Star Trek guy. It's <laughs> in <laughs> so the first season or second season. It's I don't know. Terrible episode. But somebody somebody brought it up and uh, and he he wound up referencing it. You know, later on in another story, and he was like, "All right, okay, let me just let me just give it to you. You know, get your cameras out. Here's the wharf voice. Okay. Let's get this over with." You know, <laughs> going back to what you said about celebrities earlier. See, that's the stuff I don't I don't get. First of all, you know your audience. You know what you're getting into. Yes. You come here for this reason. Name something else Michael Dorn has done. He's done other things, but name something I, else. I, I actually, yeah, with that, I honestly couldn't is, is, name anything okay, I, he's done unless you told story, me. I learned Michael Dorn was Worf after I learned he did I Am Weasel. Oh yeah, yeah. Like I knew him first. Like I mean, I I, I mean, I've seen him visually, you know, right. like yeah. as as Worf. But you know, the mask and stuff. I just yeah. okay. That's 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 you know Worf. I will say it was it was oh. neat here. It was neat hearing him talk. And this is a Sunday thing, so I really don't want to spend much. time Yeah. Well, I mean, well, yeah. Anyway, it was neat hearing hearing him talk. He's apparently really into aviation and doing a lot of other stuff now. And it was yeah, it was neat. Did he talk about his veganism? No, not that I saw. I missed the very the, beginning. The, the Nerdist panel. panel. He, I mean, the Nerdist podcast. That was, he came up a lot. Oh yeah. It's like yeah, you're you're 90 years old. You look great because you eat plants. I got you. I'm feeling yeah. you. But you know, but for me, you know, I say I don't know how old he is, but he does look fantastic for how old he must be. And and you know, look, I'm not asking for much. There was, you know, this would be a different situation if there was a thousand people in line. I was the only one in line. I'm giving the guy forty bucks to sign a card for his, say at least personalized. It. Didn't even do that. And look me in the eye. I mean, it's like. If if you don't have the time of day to be here, don't be here. Just don't treat me like nothing. Just yeah. treat me like a human being. I'll, I'll, that's all I want. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna be here for the next sixty seconds, ninety seconds. Please interact with me. Nothing. So, which was frustrating as a fan because I'm and I'm still a fan of his work, but I'm like. I now never have to get anything signed or anything. I mean, I have a dream of getting, you know, baseballs are a big thing in Deep Space Nine. I want to get a baseball signed by all the cast. I'm like, maybe all the cast except Michael Dorn. <laughs> maybe maybe I can do that. Maybe so out of, out of curiosity, are people not allowed to have an off day? No, no. Okay. I, I, I'm, I'm okay with that. It's just, but for that moment, I mean, he's an actor. 
Again, okay. okay. I, I, if I can fake a, b- a better day to, to then he can. Okay. I mean, uh, I, just, I, just, I just feel like if you're going to be at a con, though, and you're going to be spending your time there, even if you're having a rough day, like there's people there that are paid to come see you and are paying to take a picture with you or have you sign something. It's like, and especially when it's one of you the don't big really draws have, like that. Yeah, you don't hey, really Jada, have the luxury actor. to have a day off day, day like that. What do you do? I suck it up. And right. Like, I'm there to be. Right. That's what he's doing. He's, he's, he's paid to do there. He's paid to be. He's, there's an appearance fee to, for him to be there. There's uh, he, he gets probably a guarantee on, on, on signage, too. So there's there's probably – they usually worked out where, you know, we're going to get this much money. If we don't get this money, Pensacon's going to give us the rest. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure he's got plenty of contractual obligations right, right. To, so, to, to make sure he's financially okay. I mean, right. at the end of the day, they're all there for that reason. You know, I mean, like, you know, I will say it's about the fans, and yes, it is. But if I'm going to go, hey, man, uh, I need you to be here for, you know, well, well, shoot, seventy-two hours. I mean, something like something ridiculous amount of time. Right. You know, I'm not going to pay you for it. I mean, it's a different situation. Yeah, yeah I, I love if I love people who enjoy some of the stuff that they've seen me in. But I mean, it's hard to go. Hey, JD, come spend three days with me. I'm not going to pay you, but sit here and do work. But if you I know, pay I you for three days, you're going to. Yeah, I mean, I mean, and I, and I will like to be there, right? Yeah, I, I would. But yeah. it, I mean, if somebody's going to go, hey, we want you to come do improv here. We're going to pay you, dude. I, I would go, you know, to do the improv, and I would give it 150 percent, even if it was like 10 bucks. You know what I mean? Right. Does that make sense? Right. Not the 150 cent. So, moving, moving on to lighter <laughs> topics. Uh, did uh, did uh, was it just me and you, Vicky, that were at Mall Rats? Yes. Okay, so none of you guys were there. Uh, yeah, my friend, me, my friend well, TJ me, uh, was there. He loved it. There's let a me reason. Say about There's Mall a Rats. reason, and I'll work up to it. Cause yeah. I uh, I'm not familiar with that. I mean, I've seen some of those movies that they talked about on that panel, yeah. but maybe a really long time ago. Yeah. So I really had no idea what they were talking about most of the time, but I still really enjoyed the panel. It was they it all, was really funny, and they were they super were very funny. They were you know, yeah, they were personal. You could they really got along tell, you really could well really together. Tell they had a lot of chemistry. Close friends they are. Yeah, it you was know? it was really cool, and I still enjoyed, even though I most of the time had no idea what they were talking about. I still really enjoyed hearing like everything they had to say and what in oh. their stories and that sort of thing. So I very much enjoyed that panel. This was uh, this was well, I, I should have mentioned this on Friday. One of the first things I did uh, shortly after getting there, uh, we were all floating around the Bay Center, and I was catching some of the panels there. And I, I dipped over to the celebrity room just to kind of walk around, not to get anything signed. I just wanted to shake some hands and you know, like I wanted to talk to Jim Cummings for a minute. I wanted to you know talk to Jason Muse for a second. And, you know, because um, he was uh, Jay and Silent Bob get old. The uh, the first several episodes of that where he's talking about his drug story and getting clean and stuff like that. That hit me right when I was quitting drinking. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it was it was a big help, you know, because if you know, if Jason Muse can kick heroin and all of the other crazy shit he did. Then, you know, I can sure you sure I can knock out booze. That was great. So I wanted to sit and talk with him just for a second and be like, hey, thanks. You know, that how, kind of thing. How, how did that interaction go? It went really well. Uh, you know, it was uh, it was just like because I didn't want to ask him like at a panel. Hey, are you still sober? Because just on the off chance that he's not, I don't want to make it awkward. Right. You know. But he was like, uh, you know, I pulled him off to the side and I was like, hey, man, you know, it was a big help when I, you know, when I kicked the sauce. It was, you know, really handy having, you know, having that there where I could listen to it. And he was really cool about it. He was like, you know, it's congratulations. He was like, I've been uh, he, the whole weekend. He uh, he wrote down how many days he had been sober. He scratched it into his autograph table and it was five years, 200 and something days. Nice. 
So, yeah, it was it was really cool. He, you know, pointed that out to me. He was like, hey, best of luck, you know. He was really cool about it. And uh, after that, after I got done talking with him, uh, Brian O'Halloran was standing right over there next to him. Or it was, no, it was before I talked to Jay. Because Jay had, you know, a whole bunch of people lined up waiting to talk to him. And uh, Brian O'Halloran was just kind of standing there. And I walk over, and first thing out of my mouth, I'm like, so... How many times have you gotten the are you supposed to be here today joke? <laughs> and with just perfect fucking timing, he, he goes, I think you're number 37. Yeah. 37 dicks. Yeah. yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it, well, the, these guys have heard the joke. Heard, uh, heard me tell this There's exact some podcast joke. podcast people before. that are and their ass off. Oh, their yeah. Are just dying. <laughs> so let's um, give them that yeah. moment. Yeah. <laughs> let, let them breathe. Let them breathe. Yeah. All right, let's back at it. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, and uh, so it and it took me it took me a while for that one to sink. I think in. you were with me when you're like, oh, I get it. Yeah, I was I was packing my stuff up in my car. I was because uh, I was I was leaving from uh, from the Bay Center to go cover it. something else. We have to, it's it's a, he has to watch a movie. So and uh, uh, we're we're leaving the Bay Center to go and cover something else. And like as I'm putting my bags and stuff in the car, I just stop. And just start cackling. Like, it just, it hits me right then. And I just start laughing my ass off. And I posted it to Facebook and and all kinds of stuff like that. It was just, it was, it tripped me out. It it took me a while. It took it a while to sink in. And when I eventually talked to him on Sunday before we got the interview, uh, I I was like, man, I'm embarrassed by how long it took me to get the joke when you said I was number 37. Yeah. No. Especially, he even pointed it out. He's like, "See, I answered your joke with a joke," and <laughs> That's and, That's and I just gorgeous. stared at him. I just stared at him blankly. I was like, "All right, well, hey, man, have a great weekend. I'm sure I'll pop by before you get back out of here, and, you know, and just kind of go on about my business." <laughs> and then, like two hours later, it just hits me, and I start laughing. It was great. Anyway, back yeah. to so Saturday. Saturday. To, uh, um, yeah, I, I guess we, we were talking the, about the mole rats thing. Well, it, yeah. here's how really cool. I, What's I was that originally panel that we went to. Well, it was getting there. It's oh, Agents okay. of Shield, and then Lost Girl, then Mole oh, yeah. Rats. So Agents of Shield, uh, we showed we were just a little late. Um, it was, we expected the trolley system to run out of the. Uh, out of the out of the base center, it wasn't running until ten, which the panel started. We jump ship, we get over there, we're there about five, seven minutes late, whatever. Yeah, we come in, we sit down, and the panel's already going, and uh, it's actually, um, you know, they, they were sitting there talking about a little bit about the character and him, his involvement with Shield, but it quickly went to the Marvel universe. Which was fascinating, but it's yeah. not what what I, I wanted to hear about, you know. Like I, I mean, I understand that everything tough inter- titties, everything's under, intertwined, and you know how everything works, and that you know these guys are getting booked. They have no idea what's going to happen with their character. You know, every, each each segment of that character is written as it progresses. So if if I'm filming Ant Man over here, and I'm using Agent Coulson, well, his fate hasn't yet to been decided. So if he dies in Ant Man, then he's he's gone. Does that kind of make sense? And so they went a little bit about that, which was... Oh, they just sent him back to Tahiti. Or wherever he went, yeah. yeah. But my, my my point, I guess my point I'm trying to make is, I found that stuff interesting. It wasn't what I wanted to hear about. You know, so I enjoyed the panel, but it wasn't like an awesome panel for me. Um, the next panel, uh, how did you feel about uh, that, that first one? I don't really remember it all that much. Okay, cool. Moving on to Lost Girl. <laughs> I know absolutely nothing about Lost Girl or anything to do with the cast. However, that may have been arguably one of the coolest panels that I got to observe. That was a really good panel. Um, if you haven't watched it, it's a 
pretty good show. And, well, uh, that panel made me want to watch this yeah, show. Yeah, me too. And if, if, if you're not interested yet, as a listener, the main character, is a, uh, she's a succubus. And I met with Rachel uh, Scarston, and we actually went <laughs> on to interview her like uh, the next day. And uh, she was fabulous, you know, and she, you know, was really personable. And um, and actually, maybe want to watch the show even more because, like, I love it when when actors are are just chill and down to earth and cool. I'm like, oh, cool, and I like you more. And um, yeah, so it really it was a great panel. A lot of back and forth, a lot of lore about the show. They talked about like like episodes they hated film and episodes they loved to film. Like all those little nuts and bolts that I find just fascinating, especially as an actor. well, that was great. Uh, would you, you liked it too, right? Yeah, I really, really enjoyed it. Definitely made me want to watch the show. Um, it was cool because the guy that was on there, um, I forgot his name. We'll, 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 we'll insert it more like quotations. Uh, this is we, the guy that Vicky forgot. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll add this was in later. Was it uh, Richard Howland or Chris Holden Reed? Chris Holden Reed. Chris Holden Reed. Yeah. You know, he was on the Tudors. So I was really excited because I'm like, oh, dude, I totally know that guy from the You've Tudors. You've seen him naked, haven't you? Maybe everybody's naked on the tutors. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So I watch it naked. Wait, so, yeah. so James Leary yeah. moderated that panel? Yeah. Oh, wow. That's yeah, cool. Yeah, was, it was nice. really, really good. Um, um, I enjoyed it. it was, Wait, it was wasn't he on the show? Wasn't he on Lost Girl? No, he no, was on Buffy. He was on Buffy. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, Buffy. After that, Which then, was also fun for me. Then it was a... Then we kind of split. So Gabe is a, is a big um, like Kevin Smith fan, right? Yeah. He loves them all rats. And I, I enjoy a lot of Kevin Smith films. Um, but I actually uh, I really wanted to cover the – they had a wrestling event on site. Like, yeah. And actually they had a, a – yeah, I wanted to ask wrestling. about that. Okay, so – was it like luchadors or like no, pro just wrestlers, like, I mean, like it was, WWE kind of thing? I, that's a very positive compliment, yes. <laughs> I mean, it, it, honestly, it, it was guys who, who probably do that in their spare time and, yeah. and they, they're chasing a dream. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I, I don't know how to describe it other than like, I mean. The, it, Were any of the wrestlers there? Like, uh, did you see DiBiase nope, or. Nope, uh, nope. Nasty Boy no. or any of the either of the Anawise no. or so really? I mean anyway so basically um, so I, I forfeited my spot in Mallrats so Professor could cover it yeah. because like, yeah, I, I think appreciate it, was, that. it just meant more for you you yeah. know and then um, I actually at that so point it sound like a loser leave town match I forfeited this to <laughs> I, I gave my spot I asked yeah. Professor to cover it and so I could go yeah and um at that point I realized and it was it was either going to be uh, I was either going to be covering Mallrats or Sig, Sid Haig. And I would I would have I would have been perfectly happy with Sid Haig. Yeah, Captain Spaulding. Yeah, um, yeah. I, but I at that point I heard I, it was a great panel. I realized how how how, and this is going to sound awful, but I was bored with the con experience. Okay, so this is it's that about, does sound really bad. Well, it's, here, here I'm leading <laughs> up to this, and it wasn't that I was bored with the con. It's just that like, okay, I'm going to go to this panel. I'm going to cover this panel. I'm going to cover this panel. I'm going to cover this panel. I'm going to go to the vendor floor mm. here. I'm going to go buy this. I'm going to go do. It's kind of a routine, right? We've, this is our third year doing it. This is the first year, or maybe the second year, that they've really, really pressed. They, hey, we have events going on here, so if you don't yeah. want to watch the con, come over here and watch this shit. And, yeah. dude, it totally, like, gave me a breath of fresh air. Yeah. You know? Um, I mean, like, I'll be honest. It wasn't the best wrestling that I've, that I've ever seen, but the yeah, guys were... it was were, something cool to the, see. It was Isn't right. I mean, that's that's the, the point, you know? I mean, like, it was seen? a total yeah. change of pace, and it made the con better by being there, right? Yeah. So, like, if you are tired of panels and you don't want to see... Same thing with the, the sword fighting. Yeah, you walk uh, outside and, and, dude... Yeah, multiple times cool they had uh, yeah. noise complaint performances, yeah. which is a, a cosplay cool, tap man. They had, like, little, like, knickknacks you could go build and play with and shit. I mean, dude... And, and man, the people in noise complaint, man, they're they're like kids. Yeah, they came in. Uh, I was doing the Adult Swim panel later that day, and they came in to grab their uh, 
the hardwood floor they used for the tap shoes. Yeah. And uh, they came in to grab that stuff on their way to go and do another thing. I wish I'd have caught that show. I've heard it's fantastic. We watched it for the costume contest, but the, but as far as the wrestling thing goes, man, I, I thoroughly enjoyed myself. Yeah. Um. The uh, the Heartbreakers were by far my favorite. It was this like tag team, this real skinny yeah. guy called the California Kid. And I can't remember his tag partner's name, but they were obviously the heels. They yeah. come out and like there's this little kid. And he's like, "You guys suck!" And he's like, "I'll slap your mom and then I'll break your neck, kid." Mm-hmm. You know, like just talking shit to these kids yeah. out there, and it was hysterical. And he goes at one point, he's like he's looking at this dude in the crowd like i'm gonna take your girlfriend and i'm like not in those pants buddy (laughs) and then then he like made some comment about my sunglasses and then like at that point you know we had that like that very like that camaraderie so i mean i was was cheering them on i was the only guy there like cheering the bad guys on you know it was fun they won the tag belts by the way oh yeah but it was um so that that is one thing i loved about uh this year's con is absolutely the events were a pleasant and welcome change of pace, and I yeah. think it, it definitely enhanced the overall. And, and they've done stuff like that. They before. did it last year. I don't uh, remember they did year stuff one. like that, but it wasn't on this level. Yeah, exactly. You know, it was, it was a very like they good had call. they had the back parking lot where the media and vendors were parked. They had a big tent set up there doing all kinds of crazy stuff all day. It was a good. Call. Uh, they had an auto show where they had a Batmobile, a DeLorean. Yep. They had. Oh, uh, Met the, Which the Batmobile? Bands, uh, I don't remember. I, I didn't see it. No. They they had, uh, when when I walked West when West. I walked through Probably. it hadn't arrived yet. It was on uh, still in Gotham City. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Either that or it had that fancy uh, that fancy you know active camouflage stuff on it. Oh, right. Which I think on. was in one of them. So flies, that gives nah. that's that's my day too, and so, that puts yeah. us at about mid afternoon. I, I do want to so go. Guys, I do want to go back uh, real quickly. The mall rats. Yeah, panel. y'all did mall rats and bulldog. Yeah. We got you got you know. The Mallrats panel was another example of some really good Q and A. Like, uh, there's so many, there's so many panels where that Q and A can make or break a panel. Yeah. If if somebody comes up there and it's just one after the other, and what was it like working with Kevin Smith? Yeah, you know, just dumb stuff that. Did she really have three nipples? Yeah, right. You know, dumb stuff. What's you know what was it like getting into makeup for this? Well, I sat in a chair for three and a half hours. What do you think it was? Was well, Shannon like, Doherty you know? really a bitch? Yeah, right. Yeah, did she really fuck a dead guy? No, she did not fuck a dead guy. That wasn't Shannon Doherty. Did but. he poop? <laughs> so Bulldog, what about you, big guy? But anyway, Q and A can make or break one, and it was it was really good. <laughs> I now just want to start doing just bad Q and A. Don't do it at Pensacon. There's a guy that's there every year that does it for you. It's oh fun. yeah, so, well, no, I bumped into him. I don't want to take a shtick if Oz. He's yeah. really truly bad and doesn't know it. Didn't. I just want to hug him. Yeah. Be like, he, stop he asking needs questions. They he needs it. Go Bulldog. He's he's sweet at heart, but. Man, it's rough. Oh, that's that's another one. Before we move on, how many? <laughs> Let how the man many, speak. How many? Professor. How many Shit. panels? How many panels oh, got rickrolled? How oh, many panels I, got I only I only heard of like three or four. I heard yeah. one, and it wasn't very funny. There was uh, the the mall rats one got rickrolled, and that was actually pretty funny. This one girl kept asking the celebrities if they had ever been rickrolled. But and, not do it, and and uh, they would. Uh, I know uh, Brian O'Halloran said he got the entire celebrity room doing it one time, and it happened at the Mallrats panel. It happened at the Michael Rooker panel, but the crowd didn't jump on it like they had been. Anyway, it was it was just really funny. They had this little girl that was I going around all that. weekend trying to rickroll panels. Anyway. Uh, so Scotty, so how you up. doing? So uh, <laughs> Saturday, I got there. I got to our panel, our first panel, oh, a little Rick, late. Tell me more about the mall. I really hate you a lot. 
<laughs> I really do it because you're so you're so beautifully patient. <laughs> Thank you. You're just like uh, I mean, if you could see it, he's just like I'll wait. It's okay. It's, I'll I wait. can't. I mean, it's only we've only been in Kona for like an hour. It's fine. Oh really? Oh wow. Just on the mall rat fan. Oops. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, so uh, Alicia and I went to. She's not here because she's with the kids. But uh, we stayed together for most of the weekend, where she was uh, oh, helping sad me. You split up. I'm sorry to hear yeah, that. Yeah. Towards the end, it just <laughs> Sunday. Pets she wouldn't even breaking hearts. She she could she wouldn't she didn't come with me on Sunday. It was sad. Um. <laughs> uh, so the uh, Saturday started off with uh, David Prowse, the man inside Vader, which is an awful name uh, for a panel. <laughs> the man inside <laughs> Vader. That's, I didn't even think of that. Yeah. That's a horrible name no, for a panel. Should have. Uh, it should have been like the man behind the mask or something along those lines. Anything but, no, but what The man was, yeah. inside Vader. Oh, man. Uh, so <laughs> no. It was interesting to hear his perspective of the... The, the fact that the voiceover stuff was done by a different person and everything else. And I, I didn't realize this, but they shot a lot of that in London or over in England. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, And that's why he didn't – it wasn't his – part of the reason it wasn't his voice. Like he didn't know. Yeah. He knew Luke, that – Luke, I'm your father. Right. Well, <laughs> the, 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 the part that somebody asked was like, hey, did you, did yes, you know ahead sorry, of time – No, I'm your father. Right. Yeah. Thank you for correcting yourself. Yeah. Uh, he had no idea what was going to happen in post-production, but he knew something would have to get done because he's like, I, I've, I've done movies. They recorded me – from outside the mask, like it was all he did a, an impression, but he was talking about it you know, behind the mask. He's like, he's like, no, it's just something like this. And it was, I, something's gonna have to change. And he mm-hmm. was hoping they would call him, but obviously it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. And he understood why because it would be yeah. incredibly more expensive to either go to him or have him come to them and re- re-record all the lines. Yeah, and so, I want to think uh, there was a uh, there was a deleted scene or an interview or something where they were talking about uh, it was in the documentary that I was watching when we did the Star Wars episode. Uh, yeah, a couple of uh, I don't know, several episodes back. We did. The, we um, didn't do a Star Wars episode. Yeah, we did. We did. We did a New Hope, Hope and we did no. Empire. No. Did we do Empire Jedi? Really? I thought no, we did. We've not Jedi. done Empire. We did. Well, we did Star Wars. I'm telling you, we did a New Hope. We did a New Hope. The name yeah. of the movie is Star Wars. A New Hope. Well, well after the re-release, I'm with you. I'm with you. The name of the movie is Star Wars. Currently, it is Star Wars: A New Hope. I want to be honest, bro. Disney now owns it. That's what they say on the cover of it. On the when you buy either way of it, it says it says Star Wars: A New Hope. Now, oh, doesn't the Hobbit say A New Hope now? It does now. If it doesn't, oops. Anyway, so he he talked about the voiceover aspects, and then the funny part was I don't want to say he 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 like nerded out, but he eventually got to meet. James, James Earl Jones. Jones, yeah, and he actually, I th- if I remember correctly, uh, he got him to sign something because, yeah. he, like, he's a huge fan of him. And he was like, the person asked the the question was something like, "Did you did you know it was going to happen, or how did you feel about it after you know after having seen the movie?" And he was like, yeah. "Honestly, I mean, obviously, I would prefer them to get me, but he was like, if they picked anybody else, they picked the perfect person for yeah. that role." I think, so I mean, I, he handled it well as an actor. There, there, like, there's always that part of you that's like, "I want everything. I want my name in the lights. Oh, and I right, want this. Right. I want that." But like, we all understand we're there for a part, and like. I mean, I'm, I can attest that per- I've had one-liners, and that was all I had, you know. And then, dude, I gave everything I had to that one line. And, right. and I tell people all the time, it's like if you're an extra or, or a performer, or you're, you know, you're you're the PA or you're whatever, you're just as important to that project as, as the big guys are. I mean, there, there's no hands down. So to have like as like. I can only imagine, like, dude, James Earl Jones is voicing the character right. I was. Shit, yeah. Right. Well, that, <laughs> it goes like, back to awesome. it, it goes back to last year with um, Kirk from Gilmore Girls. Oh my gosh, I think Anthony was Sean Gunn. So yeah. um, James Gunn's yeah. James younger Gunn. brother, yeah. uh, who played um, 
uh, Rocky Raccoon, he played the, yeah. the the physical role. Obviously, it's all animated and stuff later, but he was the person on set playing yeah. that role, and they mim- they mimicked some of his motions and everything else for the the animation. But it was the same thing. Like he was, he got a lot more credit than most people in those type roles do. But uh, he he knew his well, role. Like he was like is bringing that to light. So. Yeah, yeah, but not you. Still, not a lot of people get recognized as like a headliner. Like Andy Circus, I don't know if he gets put in the main cast credits. Whereas on think on Guardians oh, of the Galaxy, um, on Planet of the Apes, was and, he in the like, Ring Lord of the, the Rings? Was he and, in the main cast? Like the like the first role? Like hey, uh, freaking the dude who plays Gimli and everybody yeah. else? Was he right there with it? Because if I remember I correctly, at Guardians so, of the Galaxy, he because was. I mean his his characters were Gollum and hell his characters in the but, in the Rise of the the Planet of the Apes. Movies that really makes me want to pause and go look character. it up because. I, I was incredibly uh, taken aback during Gardens of the Galaxy when I saw Sean Gunn's name like made like headlining essentially. It was like, hey, like he he was as much Rocky Raccoon as but, so so. Where is he placed? Is he before or after Bradley Cooper? Oh, there, yeah, I, that I don't I don't remember off the top of my <laughs> I was head. After right, oh, right. And then again, who got paid more? Yeah, Bradley Cooper. I, right, but I mean, Sean Gunn may have gotten paid twice because he got paid for his role as uh, Andu's. Um, that dude, you know his 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 like sidekick. I don't know right. a bad term for, it, but that's that's who he got to be as, well, that, as cast, and then he was there for that. So he he made well, more money, like but he didn't make as much. He probably make as much as for Charlie's and Chuck's Factory because well, he it, had to do. Like, he shot the whole thing. I mean, I mean yeah. it's it's with actors, it's days on set. So right. I mean, and Sean Gunn had to have been on set probably the entire film date to be Raccoon and, and, and then, the other guy. And right. also, did Sean Gunn is Sean Gunn listed after Vin Diesel, who just said I am Groot, but in like seventy languages. Uh, I was gonna say, okay, I'm glad you brought that up. He said it in like every language because his his line was so simple. He got to say all of his own other translations. Which Phenomenal. is hilarious. Anyway, back to David Prowse. The only other thing that was of note was kind of cool. Him talking about uh, the revisions they went through for his mask because they literally they, they wanted it to be a disembodied voice. So they didn't want to see anything that was remotely humanoid behind the mask. So they started off with he named some type of lens. I, unfortunately, it's some type of uh, amber. But he started with the one lens and they shot they shot a couple scenes. And they went and reviewed the footage and went, yeah, we can see your eyes. We got to change this. So they would put in darker lenses, shoot it again, review the footage we can still see you we don't want to see you change the lens and they did it like four or five times until they finally got these super dark black amber shenanigans that we now see where, where we see just the lens but he uh he said it was fine as long as the studio lights were on but as soon as it got pitch black or sorry when they took the studio lights off and it was just the house lights it was pitch black and you couldn't see anything so it was just really cool to hear the, the whole revision of like it was like we don't want to see anything of you like there was they they took the time obviously because we noticed that now but so did he talk about his relationship with lucasfilm uh, I don't know. Because it's, it's I don't remember it's, anything specifically. But bef- I don't know how it is with Disney. But before before the Disney buyout, mm-hmm. Lucasfilm and David Prowse had some. There there was some legal stuff and some. I don't think it animosity. Came up. And yeah, I don't. So know, I don't remember it coming up. I was I was wondering if that ever got resolved. Because uh, not uh, just uh, going back to what you said a second ago. Yeah. Uh, not in Lord of the Rings, but on Rise of the Planet of the Apes 2011, Andy Serkis is the top build cast. Nice. Yeah. At least on IMDb. Yeah. I was thinking of the actual theatrical scroll credits. But yeah, no, though I've, I've got no way to look that yeah. up. No, that's fine. Uh, so uh, David Prowse, uh, after that was uh, being Sam Whitmer, which was um, something I was pretty excited about because I that really liked. Sounded pretty cool. I really liked Being Human, the show Being Human. Um, I didn't realize he was uh, the 
the persona behind Starkiller from The Force Awakens, the you movie. Could look at that cover of that game and go, oh, that's that dude. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I kind of saw that too. <laughs> no, I, I, I honestly never played the game. So, okay. I, oh, yeah. Yeah, both of them were good. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, let me rephrase that. I played it at a friend's house, so I never had to open the case or anything else. We just popped yeah. it in, and you see the back of the dude's head the entire time. So, no, I didn't realize it was that guy. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so. Um, I had seen Being Human and really wanted to see that panel because I he's a he plays a really good um, tormented vampire for, for lack of better terms like he's he's the, he's trying to be good but he has that vampire and it's the same reason I like Angel whatever it's his um, persona like, I mean like he, he puts off is he more like, like Spike or like Angel because <sighs> Angel has a soul and that's why he's all like Spike gets one it, he's Later. he more like he's more like Spike in that regards. But he he has the um, the conscience, I guess would be the best thing. Like more like Angel. I mean, he like he's trying to be good until someone takes advantage of him or you know hurts someone he's close to. Then it's sure all all holds off. Like he just he goes. We should totally do a Buffy podcast. Just throwing that. Oh, out Oh yeah, done. So uh, that and then I found out he was in a band, which was kind of cool. Um, and he talked about going to Juilliard, which was. Crazy, like I was like, wow. oh, he went to Juilliard, and then the funny part was, I don't know the story perfectly. I'll have to go back and listen because I think they have the whole thing uh, recorded. But he um, he talked about his entrance into Juilliard. Basically, I think his parents got him the interview, and he didn't have any uh, like I don't want to say prior experience, but he didn't have any interest in it necessarily. Like obviously, getting there was like, yeah, I'm at Juilliard. But he, the interviewers, were like, so what brings you here? Like, what's your, what do you plan on doing? And he's it- like, I don't, I'm just, I'm here. Like, for those of you who don't know, Juilliard is is like the music school in the U.S. Right. It's, it's the arts, it's yeah, it's arts, act, uh, acting, yeah, yeah, yeah music, yeah. anything. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's the, the best school. of the best. And in case the the it's, uh, it's, it's the Harvard thing, of art schools. Yeah, in case I'll the Force Awakens thing wasn't Julia enough. Julia Stiles danced her way into Juilliard. Right, yeah. it's that big. He's 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 he does really well at voice acting. He did a. Spot on uh, Palpatine impression on we'll spot. Start, we'll have that. We'll have to get that audio up yeah. too, man. Because so, really well, because he's Palpatine on um, uh, Clone, Clone Wars, Clone Wars, and Rebels. Yeah, and so that, he's also Darth Maul. Yes, yeah. but really? he, the guy came up and he, and he he just did a, a Palpatine impression and made yeah, fun no. of the guy's starch white shirt. Cool. It was great. So, uh, so Rebels this season that puts us at about twelve o'clock. That's the, that's the beginning of the Maul rights panel. So what did yep. you do at that time? Uh, at <laughs> oh, real quick, Gabe, you went to the Maul rights panel. <laughs> yeah. Uh, after that was what Denise your Crosby. About the mall right so from twelve thirty to one fifteen, I was at Denise Crosby. Were you Rickrolled? Uh, I was sorry. indeed TNG to uh, the Walking Dead. It's called a callback. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need any more help with callbacks. It's fine. Uh, or call forwards. Yeah. Or call forwarding. Or anyway. All right. Uh, Denise Crosby, TNG to the Walking Dead. Um, I was there for that, but to be honest, I don't know if it was muscle relaxers or what, but I don't remember a whole lot of that panel. Sure. So, mm-hmm. Scott, did you get it? Well, you I think that honestly, that that's kind of saying something. If you don't really remember a whole lot. I was on muscle relaxers and painkillers, so it very Dude, well I was, could have been. I was that. sick. Well, then maybe it was. Like, just I, I think I had like four or five different like decongestants, chest con- <laughs> reliefs, and day quills in my, in my bloodstream. I, I didn't get to go to it because oh, I, I wasn't wow. was on the clock yet for that one. And. Um, and I wanted to go to it, but I didn't know about the app until afterwards. And there was no... I couldn't find any literature. The only thing I had was a map. So when I looked at the map, there was all these... It, to me, it looked like names for panels and times. And then I realized afterwards... The photo ops? It was the photo ops instead yeah. of the panels. So 
you know, Denise Crosby had a photo up at two. I thought she had a panel at two. And so I was like, cool, I got some time. And then I read, I was like, I missed the panel. Yeah. Yeah, so, okay. yeah that was I, confusing. Right. So, so now that, we're, that's a callback yeah. to me saying paper. Know. Denise Crosby is Bing Crosby's granddaughter. Yes. I did oh, not know wow. that. Yes. That's so cool. That now puts us at about what? The, the 115 the range. 115 mark. And what? I lunch break. Lunch break. That's when Alicia headed home. Yeah. And then um, <laughs> what was. Uh, uh, shoot. I went to a really cool like science and science fiction yeah, panel. Yeah, and then thing. I covered Rocky Horror Picture. And that's when we yeah. met up. Yeah. My okay. next ones were Adult Swim and Neil Adams. Okay, so um, Rocky Horror Picture, I, I, I've never seen, never experienced. I've only seen screenshots of, never seen an actual like GIF of, I mean, or anything. I've only seen like pictures it's, of the it's cast. Fun. So, but it's I, a fun show. and I was telling him, he can't. He was like, I'll, I need to see this. I'm like, you have virgin, to, right? But he has to see it with a group of people who knows yeah. what to do. Yeah, because there's you have to know what to. I mean, do. I hear yeah. like they're throwing things and when they're play, yeah. singing and chanting. But there's there's a tradition. Uh, the first time you go, I, I, to, I get it, you know. But yeah. my, my point is, is like not knowing any of those things. It was still an incredible panel. And what was what was so awesome is. I mean, they're obviously like the the actresses and actor that were on stage, you know. Um, and we'll get those names. Cause I just, I honestly it was, just talked to It was quick Magenta notes. and uh, it was uh, Nell Campbell, Nell Campbell, Barry and, Bostwick, um, and Claudia Wells. And Mike actually uh, uh, moderated that panel, but it was um, it was phenomenal. It was a great panel, and they were and so. And Mike is the right guy to do. They that, were so dude. about it. He's they were seen it over a thousand times. Yeah, they they, yeah. they they it's loved crazy. it. They they understand where they fit in the grand scheme of it. You know, yeah. and the cons and yeah. dude. I mean, the guy threw some underwear. Like, I guess it's my underwear. And he threw that shit in the crowd, and nice. like young girls and like mm-hmm. I mean, every guys were like, "Give me that shit!" And they're like jumping yeah. up to get his underwear. It was it was a cool panel, and they worked yeah. the crowd. The crowd was into it, and man, I, I had a blast. And yeah. so it only made me want to to see it more. So job well mm-hmm. done, Mike. Great panel, Rocky Horror Picture Show. Um, Bulldog, you were there with me. What did you think, man? I was there for Rocky Horror. Were you? <laughs> nope. I thought I had a photographer there with me. Or was it just me? That must have just been it you. It was just you. Was it just me covering Rocky Horror? Uh, yeah. If I was there, again, medicine must have been kicking in, because I do not remember <laughs> that panel. I remember Game of Thrones next, though. I would have liked to have caught the Rocky Horror panel. All right. I was, I was cool. <laughs> well, I was mistaken then. I was with you. Yeah, you were in, with me. I was on the balcony with you, yep. Then you were shooting pictures, so you were there. Sure. You were there there because your back you was hurting. You have video of the whole thing. Your I, back was hurting. I may have set up a camcorder your and back then was sat hurting, down. Yeah. <laughs> your, your back was hurting, so I made you sit up uh, uh, set up a camera on by on the floor where our seat was. So, yeah, I remember that now. Okay. Um, There's camcorder footage of the entire panel. Just, then. Cool. Scotty, what do you think about I would, it? I would oh, it was like great. to see that. I mean, as a fan of Rocky Horror. I'll go back and watch it. It was really, <laughs> really cool to, to, you know, and it was, it was clear because, you know, they had done the Broadway show and they you know, they all had Broadway, huge Broadway careers. And, you know, I'm a theater fan anyway. So mm. it was really, especially it was done at the Sanger. So it was, yeah. you know, it was, it was A, the perfect venue. Yeah. And it was real fun. And they were into it. Wish they would have sang a little. That would have been fun. Yeah. And, um, but, you know, it was I think cool. they were saving their voices yeah, for Yeah, saving for, for for the, the yeah. thing at the vinyl, well, and, and the, well, they didn't sing at the thing at the they vinyl. Just, they just introduced it. Uh, right? Yeah, they they came out. And they gave a they gave a a, a big introduction. Uh, Nell Campbell came out pretty much in character. May not have quite been in costume, but it was close. Like it was in the style of her character on the movie. Uh, she she came out and played her character, which was really neat. Barry Bostwick was great with the crowd. He gave a gleaming thank you to Mike. Brought him up on stage. 
and was like, you know, this is all because of this guy and sat and talked about how great Mike Inslee was for a solid two or three minutes. And you could just see Mike Inslee just kind of fanboy out for so just he, a little was bit. He, was he better than normal? He was, he was, he was high. Yeah. Yeah. He was uh, he was hiding it well, but you could see like inside he was just like ah Barry Bostwick is standing next to me and he's saying that I'm great yeah that's awesome so that was really neat and uh, they came out and the band that opened the show it was a group called oh shit I've got the name of the band here anyway that they sure. had a they had a live band doing uh, doing songs from the soundtrack and uh, man, it was. Nick Flagstaff and his dirty mangy dogs. I think it was. That sounds right. Sounds but, like a uh, Christian group. Yeah, I know, right? Uh they uh yeah, it was it was great. Um huge, huge crowd at the screening. Uh you know, Boswick and everybody came out and they did the Rocky. Uh, Nell Campbell did the Rocky chant, which was cool. They brought the virgins up on stage and made them suck cream out of Twinkies. It was fantastic. Wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, what which you again, did. it is an experience. Yeah. <laughs> if you've never been to a so live Rocky you, Horror you show, you Rocky amazing. Horror Picture. You don't remember Rocky Horror Picture. I was the science fiction one. I really enjoyed it. Um, it was a panel of some physicists and something else or whatever um but they were really good they had a whole slideshow to go with it which was pretty cool and basically they talked about um the most scientifically accurate movies and then where they had problems in other movies and you know they talked about interstellar and gravity and all these other things and the science behind it and all that i wish they would have gotten a little bit more like sciency with it you know and but, you know, they're not Neil deGrasse Tyson, so... But it was great. It was a really good panel. I very much enjoyed it. Um, so what do they think was the most scientific, accurate science fiction film? Oh, gosh. You know, I don't really remember. I recorded the whole thing. Um, <laughs> they had, like, groups of things. And I actually have pictures of, like, the entire... All the slideshows. Um, but they very much like Star Trek. And they talk about how, you know, Star Trek really inspired science. And, you know, a lot of what we have today was inspired by star Trek. transporters pads right there so. yeah absolutely so that was something they talked about they talked about they they loved gravity the thing they did not like about gravity was the fact that sandra bullock's hair did not float in space it did nothing that drove them nuts as physicists is what they said um they talked about um you know different types of science fiction movies and what's just crap and like this is this is just you know hilarious it's entertaining but it's not science and this, that, and the other. Um, they liked Interstellar, but obviously, if you're going to go through a black hole, you're going to get spaghettified. You're not going to go through and... Arguably, we don't know. We don't know. So we don't know. We don't know. But that much gravity is probably going to... Again, we don't know. You. We can we can but anywho, hypothesize. Yeah. Anyway, it was a very good panel. We have um, not proven the scientific method. I wouldn't with Black know Tyson on that one though. What about uh, why don't we just do Mars instead? Because all the planets they went to were like less hospitable than Mars. Like we got Mars next door, and then they made the Martians. So I guess I mean they were just waiting. Or for the why they were trying to terraform well, we another planet? Why don't we just terraform? <laughs> Those Earth, are my favorite kind of which movies. Which is what? <laughs> yeah, terraformers. Anyway, it was a good it was a good panel. First, Steve and Private Ryan. Then we got to go to like Mars. <laughs> then we got to go to a black cold to find his ass yeah <laughs> matt damon likes to get lost he does we have to go rescue matt uh, don't swim gabe well, how was it man oh uh, man it was uh it was really good the uh 
the moderator well, Doc, tell came me more up. about the Rocky Horror. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. The moderator came up and uh, and he was like, well, the guys are going to be a couple of minutes late. Trying to be even. You know, <laughs> it, it, guys are going to be a couple of minutes late. We're going to, you know, we're going to hang out. You know, let's let's talk about stuff. And like he gets like just maybe five seconds into his spiel after, hey, the guys are going to be late. All of a sudden, a door kicks open and you just hear Dana Snyder go, and it was off to the fucking races. The uh, the panel. Did he literally went, do that, or is that yes? Was, okay. No, that's that's what he did. He he came out in loud as shit in full on master shake voice, just like f- kick the freaking door open and go shabba da ba ba da ba, and uh, and it was it was off. One more there. time, Mario. What did he say? He said shabba da ba ba da ba. Okay, just checking. Yeah, I even wrote it down. See, shabba da ba ba da ba. He did write it down. No, with, I, I with, see three, it. with three exclamation points. Oh, it so was, it's not, it was, it's not bah. It's bah. Yeah, it's bah. bah. Oh, okay. Yeah. This is a Klingon word for fire. <laughs> Whoa, he shouted so, fire in a, in a, in a crowded room? Klingon, <laughs> yes. Oh, and it was a very crowded room. Oh, my gosh. Uh, it, was, it was great, and not a lot of Q&A. Uh, they, they pretty much just riffed off of each other. It was Dana Snyder, uh, it was Master Shake, and uh, Grandma Squid Billy. Um, Granny. John Schnepp was there, right? Uh, John Schnepp was there, and C. Martin Croker, uh, who is uh, Space Ghost and Brack, and all these I other don't, things. Does he were... actually do Space Ghost? Yeah. Okay, because there's somebody, I think Mike during the game show mistakenly credited him for somebody he doesn't do. Oh. I can't remember what it was. Oh. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, it but, was uh, um, um, Moltar, I think, or, or, or one of those. Sure. But yeah, I mean they uh, so they're just you know just cutting up, laughing and riffing with everybody, and eventually they they pull, they start pulling people up from the crowd to do this idea that they had just kind of came up with together uh, earlier that day. So they're uh, they're they bring these people up to react to sound effects that they're making, and the first group of people I don't think really got the idea. And so it, it, it didn't go very well. And it was pretty much just the voice actors cracking jokes at how awful the, these particular volunteers were doing. Uh, and then so they pulled up this next group of people, a guy dressed up as the the most com- comfortable Superman ever because uh, it, it was like Superman pajamas. Real quick. Space Ghost is George Lowe. Oh, Maltar and Zorak is um, C. Martin. So it was the other way. Right? Oh, yeah. okay. That was the I was correction. Like, I was like, I yeah. didn't think C. Martin Kroger was, was Space Ghost. I couldn't think of the guy's name, so I had to look it up. Sorry. Okay. Oh, okay. Research. The, the vulnerable Mike Ensley made the same mistake. It's fine. Yeah. Anyway. He, he did something on Space Ghost. Because he was selling Space Ghost stuff at his table. Who was? Yeah, it's the other... Yeah, C. Martin Kroger. It's, yeah, it's from Maltar that show. It's the other two. It's yeah. two other oh, characters. Right. Yeah, it's just not Space Ghost that he, he voiced. Yeah. And uh, man, it was a great panel. Uh, they wound up at the very end, like with two minutes left. They did uh, speed questions. They did like lightning questions. Oh, Q&A. I thought you meant they handed out speed and then had people ask questions. Uh, that's kind of oh, what that it felt would be like. Uh, they said, yeah, they said, quick, 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 Q and A, Q and A. Everybody get in line. And like, and what so, do you have for breakfast? <laughs> yeah, and yeah, it's, it was exactly like that. It was, you know, what do you have for breakfast? Eggs. Go next. Uh, you know, it was it was really fun. Hell yeah, man! And then uh, I think, yeah. What did you go after that? Because I know that uh, my next one after that was Neil Adams. Okay, yeah. You you covered Neil. You went back and did Game of Thrones with Scotty. Yep. Yep. And then me and you covered uh, 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 Dan Starkey. Yes. Strax. 
So how was uh, how was Neil? Uh, you know, it's, I've I've seen him. <laughs> speak. He's all right. You know, well, no, I mean, I've 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 I met him and interviewed him the first year. I covered his panel last year. I covered his panel this year. So it, it was. I will say. I think I liked his panel last year better. I think the stories he told last year were more compelling because he was talking about the the fight for uh, the fight for the creation of Superman and you know really focusing on the things he did to get artists you know fair pay right. and you know representation and stuff like that and that was that was more interesting to me than the stuff he talked about this year, which was. Just you know, more more Q and A, right? You know, more Q and A, just kind of answering people's questions as opposed to coming up and telling his own stories. Uh, What's it like to draw Batman? Yeah, it wasn't quite that bad, but uh, it was it was neat. It was very conversational, which worked out. I mean, it was called Who's a your conversation. Robin? It was called a conversation with Neil Adams, and it was very conversational. Not a lot of people going up to microphones. Everybody just kind of calling out questions, and it was neat. Cool, you know, it wasn't the same as it was last year, which was kind of cool. Though I I did enjoy his panel last year a little bit more, I think, just just from a history. I mean, that's why usually like that's why why you get stuck with him is because you love him. Yeah, I do. I man, I love hearing him speak. You know, just hearing. I know what next year I'll cover Neil, and I'll give you a break. I'll take. I'll take it. We'll we'll get if there's an if. We'll get to that. Ooh, that's called a tease. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, Game of Thrones, gentlemen. What was your thoughts on the Game of Thrones? I would love to hear your thoughts on the Game of Thrones. <laughs> and what were your thoughts on the Game of Thrones? See, that was my thought. You know, I was, I'm curious what, what you were thinking. I have no thoughts on the Game of Thrones. Uh, the Game of Thrones part was interesting. Um, I don't watch the show, so honestly, half of it, like, I, I remember being there, and I remember hearing, like, funny bits, but I don't... I, I would have liked to have gone to that one because I love Game of Thrones. Should have went. It was fun. I had, I had a good time. Um, I'm trying to remember who was all there. It was Jessica um, Henwick and there we go. There they are. And Keisha Castle Hughes and Eugene Simon. I couldn't figure out Eugene Simon's name. Um, they, you know, they, they talked about, there was a lot of questions about weapons. They were like, you know, how is there, how was the weapons? Everyone was fascinated by like how they used their weapons. Yeah, see that? I, don't, I wouldn't have. Right. I wouldn't have gone either. Yeah. And then they asked, the questions were about like, you know, who they'd like to see on the Iron Throne. It was like, oh, I do remember that. They're like, who? And then they <laughs> were like, we wanted to be like a free democracy. And they're like. The, the poor panel guy was like, uh, but if it wasn't, <laughs> but my, my favorite question was, uh, to Jessica, um, Henwick and I actually, I, I recorded this and I've actually got it posted, but she's on, um, she started to do, um, she's in force awakens. She's a X-wing pilot in force awakens. And apparently there was a question about what's the difference between game of Thrones fans and, uh, star Wars fans. And she said, it's, it's the lesbian fan fiction that I'm getting now. Apparently there's a whole f- fan group out there or trying to get her character f- the, from force awakens with Ray. Oh, I thought you were about to say her character from Star Wars, and I was about to get really weirded out. Like, they want her other character to bang her other character. No, 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 her character from Star Wars. I'm just going to say, sorry. Her character from Star Force Awakens. No, no, no. I was, I was thinking Game of Thrones character, hers, right, right. and Star Wars character, hers. No, yeah, and no, I was no, like, yeah, you clarify that. was so I went looking for I didn't go there Because I had posted that clip. And when you post on Twitter, you got to, you know, just the link, and I want to put some. But yeah, there's tons of fan art out there of just like Ray and his pilot looking really awfully sweet together. It's Rule 34, bro. Right, right. 
right? So yeah, be careful yeah, you when say, you hit into. You say into... really sweet, so it's it's relatively G-rated. Well, the ones I posted were G-rated because they're oh, okay. families. Oh, well, gotcha. I, I, just, I want to hear how the filtration process went for you. <laughs> well, it's, nope. It's, it's nope. Nope. Now it's nope. pretty early. I'm it's nope. it's Google nope. image search. You There's don't want to see what uh, <laughs> right. JD is doing over here. <laughs> what he's mimicking. But it was funny because they were like because um the the. the <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, yep. 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 Indeed. Keisha uh, Casa Hughes and Jessica, well, they play sisters on. on and so, I'm sorry, I'm just trying to do my job. <laughs> I get paid nothing to do this. But they play sisters, and their question was, how come we couldn't get lesbian? Because their sisters are like bullwhips and like in armor. It's like that seems more like lesbian fantasy to them. And I was like, maybe <laughs> maybe a lot, a lot of bondage in yeah. S&M but sure yeah Eugene was sad that he didn't have any lesbian um, fan fiction for him <laughs> it's our fan art for him but it was, it was it was it was it was real interesting cool man it's a funny moment I, I thought I could kick out of it the, the, so uh, glad you were there <laughs> Like, we just got to make like, like this is the worst year for us to have covered. I was. I'm glad I was here. <laughs> I was sick as shit all weekend long. You had a hurt I was, back. I was jacked up on muscle relaxers. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. Except I Sunday, felt pretty great. So, I, just, I decided to opt out of the muscle relaxers for Sunday. That's why you were grumpy in the morning. So, uh, uh, <laughs> the Doctor Who, uh, Dan, Dan, Dan Starkey, uh, you know, extracts his panel was phenomenal. That was an man. awesome, awesome panel. It was everything I would have wanted. From him on that panel. So I'm going to go guess you're a Whovian. Oh, I'm a huge Whovian. Who's your doctor? Oh, man, David Tennant. I like Tennant. Tennant, I think, is my doctor, too. I love Tennant. He's good. I mean, I I honestly, I've loved all three of them, and I'm beginning to love Capaldi. I don't think um, Capaldi's gotten a... And people will argue with me. I think he hasn't gotten the type of stories that Smith and Eccleson had had. I don't know if the, the writing has changed. It's because Clara's terrible. And um, I like Clara. Clara is terrible. And so I'm, I'm like excited her. to see where, where it goes in the next year be, um, because there's the already rumors. Yawn. Anyway, Dan Starkey let's, yeah, let's, yeah, stay was phenomenal. On topic. Yeah, Ran he was in. great. Good call. He, uh, you know. So that was the mall right there. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. He talked about he talked about all kinds rolled? of really cool stuff, working with the you know, different doctors. The panel did get rickrolled. <laughs> oh, awesome. Uh, this one didn't, which is great. Um, he talked about all the different uh, you know, the different doctors that he worked with and how they were as the doctor and you know, he started with Peter Capaldi on his first day and Peter Capaldi was nervous on his first day and then when he came back, like what? Christmas episode. You know, Christmas episode. While later, Peter Capaldi was the doctor, and it was just really cool. You know, he talked about you know seeing that evolution of you know Peter Capaldi and working with you know David Tennant and Matt Smith, and that was really cool. And he talked a lot about his side projects. He does a podcast. He does improv, He's um, all over it, dude. which you know JD over here is going to be all over that. Um, so yeah, JD, you want to talk a little bit about that? Uh, as far as um, my, my Dan Starkey story is uh, is for tomorrow uh, or for the next day, I'm sorry, or for day whatever day three coverage. But um, <laughs> it was it was a great panel. I, I really I, really was phenomenal. Four hours total. I'm telling you, we can't go till tomorrow. No, no, I, I'm with you. But it was it was a uh, it was. It was I a need to find you know SD card. Truly, truly good <laughs> panel, man. So that brings us to about what six o'clock. Well, the 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 last big one on that day that I, I really want to talk about was yes. voice actor theater. Yes. Oh yeah. Okay. So yes. voice actor theater and. And then it was. Um, I mean, we don't we don't necessarily need to cover every single panel that we went to, yeah. You know, just because we're already sitting at like ninety minutes on this episode. No, I mean <laughs> we're just talking about the things that we did. It don't have to go into depth. It could be like I enjoyed the panel and we can move on. 
So mall rats. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I would have saw it. I just really like this mall rats. Yeah. In fact, I it hope wasn't we call it, that great. I mean, it was I, funny. I, I but really it wasn't hope we call the episode great. how it stacks. The Mall Rats panel. And at the end, can we stack the Mall Rats panel? <laughs> yeah, we should just stack it again. So, the voice actor theater. How was it? It was, it was hilarious. No, no, no. Yeah, it wasn't well, there. I didn't go. They, oh, they wow. escaped. Oh man, no. The voice actor theater was awesome. I'm trying to remember. Okay, so the basic all premise. The who was on it? Yeah. yeah go ahead. Okay, so basic premise. Uh, you have a script from you know another another property that none of the voice actors there it's have ever been a part of. So well. Okay, thanks for stealing that. Uh, You're welcome. Okay. You would have been there. Why are you stealing? So the script was The Princess Bride, but it was the actors that were there. uh, We had C. Martin Croker, Jim Cummings, Mark Dodson, Clive Rebel, Ricky Simons, Dana Schneider, and Veronica Taylor. Um, Unfortunately, I don't know all of who they do. We've already covered C. Martin Croker. Jim Cummings has done every 90s cartoon from Disney you can think of, plus more. The big ones for him are Darkwing Duck, Winnie the Pooh. He's the current voice of Winnie the Pooh and Tigger. Uh, I didn't. I wasn't sure what Mark he does Dodson video did. Games I'll come too. back to Mark Lots Dodson. Clive Revel was uh, the Emperor. Uh, 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 back. Yeah, Gremlins, in, by the way, is uh, in uh, Mark Dodson. Back, said, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was the Emperor in that. He was also Commissioner Gordon on the Batman animated series. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ricky Simons is Gurr from Invader Zim. Uh, Dana Snyder, we talked about him earlier. Veronica Taylor is. Uh, Ash from, from Pokemon. Uh, from Pokemon. 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 Yeah, and May. And May. Whoever May is. I, I was never big on Pokemon. Mark Dodson was. Uh, he voiced uh, Jabba's. Uh, oh, he voiced uh, Salacious Chrome in uh, Return of the Jedi. He also did Gremlins. Named by horror fans as the voice of their childhood nightmares. Yeah, he was uh, Gremlins, Gremlins 2. Many of the zombies in the Godfather of Zombie Films, uh, Day of the Dead. Which, okay, so okay. what else so, about that panel? Yeah, so the premise, basically, you get this, you, you get a script that none of them are previously involved with. Uh, some of them have never even seen this, uh, seen the movie, which made which it... Which my mind! Which was even better, because yeah. uh, at one point, one of them spoiled, like, because they, they were given a character and in the movie. Uh, I forgot who was given it, but somebody was given the character of the, the moderator. Man, what? I'm sorry. No, Go somebody ahead. gave somebody gave him the character of uh, the black mask. I don't remember who got it. Uh, the first time it was um, the second time when it got spoiled. Oh, that C. Martin Croker had it. Was it Croker? Okay, yeah. so Croker had never seen uh, Princess Bride, so he got the character of the man in the black mask. So spoilers, if you haven't seen this, that's also another pivotal character. Uh, that's Wesley. the big plot twist. I'm not Wesley. Watch yeah, the so, movie anyway. Uh, the the funny part was he didn't realize because he was just given the man in the black mask. So when the time for Wesley came to speak, he was like he didn't know he was supposed. He was to like read. I'm done. He, he thought he was done, and they were like, no, that that's you. And he was like, wait, I'm Wesley also. And they were like, no, you spoiled. Like it was just everybody erupted in like frustration because he had never seen it and ruined the the twist. But it was really funny to hear. Uh, I can't remember everybody's names because I was still out of it. But do you remember who? Uh, I remember. Which character read which part? Because off the top of my head, I do not remember any of them. Oh man, they switched a couple. They switched of times. a couple. Yeah, of so they they all no, drew out point, of a hat. At one point, I think Winnie the Pooh was Inigo. Yes, yes. Uh, that was really cool. <laughs> Winnie the Pooh as Inigo Montoya. Uh, yeah, uh, there was it just. I, I haven't recorded. Point, uh, Hopefully, we'll be posting so that they sometime. Read, this they one, yeah. read as a character. They read yeah. as one of their, characters, their own voices. characters out yeah. of one of their own voices. Yeah. As the Princess as Bride, the Princess Bride uh, they pulled one of their voices out of a so out like, of a glass was, jar in front of them. 
you know, like you said, Winnie, Winnie the, the Pooh, Pooh reading yeah. Inigo Montoya yeah. talking to, we'll say, um, as Winnie uh, the Pooh. Well, yeah, as yes. Winnie the Pooh, oh, but talking awesome to, to Master Shake as the Man in Black Mask, for instance. That's probably yeah. not right, but it's it's all them reading their own um, well-known voices, but yeah. the script of the Princess Bride. At, at one and point, it does I, it no justice because it is hilarious. Oh, and man. I thought I thought this. Uh, Did anybody record? Yeah, no, I have the whole thing. Oh, good, good, good. I want to see that. The Ricky Simons reading the stage directions as Gur as Gur was one of my favorite things. like the actual stage directions like yeah. you know man in mask enters from left but yeah. he'd like, <laughs> he's like sleeping like little baby yeah it was yeah, so like, good was the whole thing was good that's awesome anyway he's that, another one that just every time he opens his mouth i can't stop cracking up. that we should be posting hopefully in the, right, next, yeah, this, the next week or so the next so. Nice. um clive revel was doing uh and ending a montoya during the start fight which was great oh, yeah. he, he had this, this this it changed the character it made i yeah. mean it was less funny. It's kind of dark. But it's yeah. kind of dark. But I'm like, I'm yeah. with this guy. I'm like, yeah. yeah. I now will fight you. I'm not left-handed either. I'm like, hey. like it was a revelation for every guy. He's yeah. not left-handed. And, um, it was good. So I, there was, if that there even remotely intrigues you, you can watch it once we once we post it. What's her name? Uh, uh, the lady who did Ash. Uh, oh, man. Uh, Veronica Taylor. At, at one point, she did... Uh, she was, uh, is, is it Fezzik that was Andre the Giant? Yeah, she was Fezzik. Yes. Yeah, she was Fezzik, Fezzik was for a while, good. and she was doing it in the voice of maybe April from Ninja Turtles. She was also April from Ninja Turtles. Uh, maybe it was that, or maybe it was Abby from Cubics. But uh, she, it was like this sexy lady, like phone sex voice. And as Fezzik, it was... I like Jim Cummings as uh, Sean Connery as uh, it wasn't technically it was it was he he imported Sean Connery for another character but it was very for for um, Vanzini. That's who he was. No, no, I mean he wasn't actually doing Sean Connery. It was was a Sean Connery voice. Yeah, Yeah, it was a Sean. I don't care who it was for, but it was Sean Connery. Yeah, that was Sean Connery. (laughs) Yeah, because he even he even made a point of he pointed out he's like thank God for all these ashes. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. it was great. (laughs) It was good. Anyway, just did what Darkwing. So what yeah. were some other uh, things? That was panels. I mean, oh, was other it? panels. The voice actor theater was yeah. my was, was my, that the my last panel of the con. Yeah, that, yeah, that was. I would have loved to And then, uh, and then, the, then like we had the we wrapped the night with what was party night. So Gabe went to the uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah, we, we talked the, about that. Yeah, we talked about contest. that. We'll have interviews up for uh, for some of the con- cosplayers, some video stuff. A lot of great costumes. Good con. Did you did you agree with the judges' decisions on the uh, on the uh, costume contest? No. No, I did not. Okay. No. Um, there was one, like I think the girl who won the novice class. That was uh, that was um, Maleficent. Maleficent. That yeah. That, I saw her Maleficent walking around. Maleficent was great. She did a great Hers job. Was really, really journeyman, cool. I think. And I've that. got photos of all of these. We'll, we, and then, we're uh, gonna post those too. But uh, but the other two, I, I had a hard time with. So um, yeah. But anyway, they, they did we great. Can, um, congratulated them both. We can, a, um, we can do a special post on the on the, uh, our, our website too. So. And, and they'll they'll get their kudos. You know, we got the videos yeah. for them. But you know, but that brings us into I think day three. And day three oh, was... We can't skip the engagement. Oh, yeah. There was an yes, engagement. So there was an engagement. Finn and Ray got, and married, got, got, got engaged it. on stage at the photo op. Yeah, the, photo, the, the cosplay know, contest. I, I forgot really? their, yeah. their names yes. again. Wow. But we have the, we uh, have the interview. It's, it's uh, Marcus and Kristen, if I remember yep, correctly. You're correct. And, it was uh, really sweet. sweet. He wrote her a, like a poem 
of all like Star Wars, well, he, you know, sayings and jokes and things and telling her how much he loved her and all this other stuff. And it was just so cute and so sweet. And everybody was like, oh, it was adorable. And it was, and it was, the, he, he it was the perfect it. cosplay. And then he he went back and added the Star Wars lines, you know, for like, because he's like, I'm, I guess I might as well do this because we're just a Star Wars where the con. Yeah, it was cool. awesome. Yeah. Um, it was a super sweet moment. We were able to kind of uh, get the after, the, after she said yes, she did say yes. We got the snot bubbling, video, yeah. excited. And so, I just uh, got engaged. How it stacks day three, I think, will go down as one of the uh, 2016. How it stacks like, day three? Or one, one that we'll talk about for quite some time is we showed up to go do celebrity interviews. And it literally was like, I'm going to walk you into the celebrity room and you guys are just going to have some fun. And we got walked in the celebrity room by Kat and she's like, go talk to them, 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 go talk to them. And I'm pretty sure we interviewed till about like two o'clock that afternoon. Uh, I mean, we were there till we got a lot one. of interviews. We were there yeah. till one one fifteen. Took a break until because the next panel we wanted to go to was at two. Yeah, okay. yeah. or two thirty. Yeah, and, and so then what? we came back and did more at four. Yeah, and that was another. That was when you got Natalie Tina, or is yeah. it Tenya? It's it's, it's a Tenya. Tenya. Natalia Natalia Tenya. Natalia she Tenya. does prefer Tenya because I, I made sure oh, okay. like I every. every Celebrity, unless yeah. it's like a standard, like John Smith, I pull yeah. aside and I'm like, "This yeah. is a proper enunciation of your name." Yeah, and they're like, yeah. I'm like, cool. See, oh, so we got, we got. Name, can you spell it for me? Yeah. Na- well, Natalia, Natalia like, Tenna, uh, Brian O'Halloran, Rachel Scarston, Sam Levine, Count Gore Duvall. Dan Starkey. Dan's, oh, did we get one with Dan Starkey? Yeah. Oh, we Sweet. totally got yeah, one. With Dan I didn't see that one. Okay. Yeah, I didn't so see that Dan one. So my Dan Starkey story is like. I, I so that's why I texted you because I don't laugh at us, Jerry. No, I, I texted you to get up it's there because like fine. when we walked in to like gauge the room, like the big names had like nobody by their tables. Oh yeah, so I was like Gabe, hurry the fuck up here. And um, while I was like watching for her uh, Natalia Tennis table, yeah. um, Virginia Hayes. I would agent, like to have gotten Jim Cummings. For Virginia Hayes, agents like, hey, you want to talk to Virginia? And I'm like. Yeah, yeah, sure. I guess you is, know? is that okay? Like, that, okay? that wasn't one of the and ones like, that were like, "Hey, like, you should yeah. talk to this person." Yeah. And so. so they went. They they told us like, the, you know, kind of be hesitant to just walk yeah. up and approach celebrity. Shit, no. This agent went, tracked her down, brought her back to the table, and you know, Virginia sat down. Super sweet, very oh, nice. She was really. Oh, she was great. She was great. The interview great. Was great. Great. Farscape. Farscape's a cool. Show. Yeah, um, it's a really. She cool was great, show. and then. I mean, while this is happening, I'm watching the room, dude, and, and the big tables were open. So what we wrapped Virginia Hay, gave her a hug, and went down to um, uh, Dan Dan's table. Yeah. Like, I walked up to him, and I was like, hey, man, can we uh, – you mind if I ask you some questions on the camera? And, I was, and he's like, well, yeah, sure. I was like, I mean, I can ask your agent or, you know, if I need to talk. No, no, man, sit down. And we sat down, and I hand him the mic, and I hold my mic, and he's like, man, I feel like sports commentators. And I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. we should do that. And so we literally start commentating – on people walking by the booth, like, I go like he's just talking. I go in a British accent, and we're making fun of people as they walk by the table. That's can great. I, can, I so hear, we, can I hear your British accent? No, oh, no, no. You don't want well, to. You have to tune I, in and watch I, the video. Well, I'm asking it because I'm just you know like a preview. No, no. You got you got to tune in and watch like it. It's, it's, it's bad. It's, it's absolutely bad. bad. It's, it's, oh, I was it's, laughing it's so hard. It's bad enough that he doesn't want to taint the episode with it. Yeah, yeah. that's that's <laughs> awful. But what was neat is like there's that there was that nerd moment where like I I'd like I was while we're making these jokes I'd like. I'm like I'm, I'm dicking off with like one of my favorite people from Doctor Who. This is incredible, and so we went into the interview went well, and then we actually ended the interview with the same bit again, the same shtick, and that we were actually you know pointing like and making fun of whoever and what they were wearing, and just it was awesome, incredible. And so that was pretty much. My he is literally forward. tearing up. Yeah, it was, a, it <laughs> well, was great. After immediately after we talked to Dan Starkey. 
we go and start talking to Natalia Tenna. And that was really cool. And she is super funny and super sweet. Down to earth. And talked about a squirrel's really big balls, <laughs> uh, which you'll have to watch the interview to get the whole story. Yeah. It's really great. It's, um, it's but what I loved about the people Can that I that actually... Can accent? <laughs> it's big balls. <laughs> it's squirrel's it's big, big balls. balls. They had bloody balls. They were like bloody bloody balls. Little, little, little tiny balls. He's right. like, she had huge balls. Right. And it was just really funny. And um, the three people that I got to watch, you know, JD interview, what I loved about it is they were all really down to earth, really cool, Very really wells. laid back, really yeah. open. Um, they were totally excited, or at least they seemed that way, um, just to be talking to us and be able to, you know, interact and not just be signing things all day. And Gabe's questions for the win, though. It was yeah. really fun. Yeah. So we, we've talked, I think we've talked previously, maybe we haven't, but about how, uh, not on this episode, previous Pentagon episode, but, but normally when people are being interviewed or you know being talked to at a con or a Q&A, a &A, the, yeah. the boring Q&A we, we briefly mentioned earlier, like it's always, not always, there, are, there is always those basic IMDB questions. Yeah. Like, what yeah. was your first movie? Yeah. Mm, okay. Like, go Google that. Like, yeah. why are you asking? So you came up with a, with a fantastic question that ties back into the show. So yeah, it was it was basically just the premise of the show is you know is there anything from your childhood or adolescence that disappointed you after you were away from it for a long time? You know, was something that yeah? You know, can you give us an example of some you know, for listeners of the show? Can you give us an example of something that stacks? Can you give us a, an example of something that doesn't stack? You, you heard basically what it boiled down to when you asked that question. It was like, oh, I uh, every yeah, it oh was, no, it was, I, it was because, yeah, <laughs> the, because they didn't have a, a pre-generated right. answer. You get that you know? genuine response that instead of the yeah. normal. What's your see. favorite color? Red. Well, yeah, and like and I, the immediate answer. I they, they all had to think about it. And like, because I originally was like, I was like, what's your favorite body of work? You know, and a lot of times you get the well, this character. And that's the thing. Character. Absolutely, all of them have a pre-generated answer for that. Yeah, and, and it's typically yeah. the current thing they're working on now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> not for Rachel Scarston. Really, hers was Lost Girl. Um, mm -hmm. She she was like, no, it. That's probably the thing that I would I, I I'm most proud of because of uh, the what was it? It was the fact that they they're one of the first sh TV shows to start implementing in a like not a not a a, spe a very special episode style. Um, commentary on LGBT. What was the? Oh my gosh! What we were at that? I was at that other panel, and they they have the really long name because it covers every possible gen, uh, like gender um, or sexual persuasion. Yeah. So it's like Q I A A. Oh yeah, and I've, whatever yeah. else it was, and it ended up with like asexual. Anyway, uh, Rachel was saying that her favorite was Lost Girl, most likely because of um, the fact that they were um, they were bringing those perspectives into the show but not making a big deal out of it and mm -hmm. just treating it like it was real life there. because it, it is. really is yeah. and she was really proud of that it, fact. It was, even so, though so she for, is currently for, playing queen elizabeth in yeah. rain all right so yeah so currently the it's lgbtqia oh, oh i will I say this sworn they had like four a's that, on the end the, of that, that by far Either was way. out of the three that we've done yesterday was my favorite of all three pensacons because that's like that's that's Sunday, what I yeah. enjoy doing anyway. I enjoyed Sunday the most, and, um, and it was, was just hanging out with those guys was phenomenal, man. So that's and anyway. I saw the the only thing I, the thing I did that day was the independent filmmaker panel, yeah. And um, Jeremy Branch's panel was phenomenal. That was that was before it, it was the trivia. Great job, mm -hmm. Jeremy. But the uh, Ooh, independent really filmmakers panel 
had a lot of good stuff in it. Um, there was a, some bitterness there um, coming out from the, like, you know, it's, it's hard to get your, your stuff out. It's hard to get published. It's hard to get this. You get screwed over, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, however, it was, I think it was useful information to kind of help set, set, the, set the bar for if you're going to pursue a career in filmmaking. You, hey, kind of expect X. So I think it was good for that. But other than that, that was, that was my day in a, in a nutshell. Uh, my last one for the day was, uh, for that day was, oh, well, aside from, from getting to interview Brian O'Halloran, which was awesome. Hey, how about that mall rats panel? Mm-hmm. Uh, that yeah, was uh, great. Yeah. That, uh, the, the, Jared, did you go the to Brian the O'Halloran panel? interview no, went really, really well. We got, uh, <laughs> oh, good call back. we had a really cool conversation. <laughs> nice. Uh, after we got done with that, uh, uh my last panel before we got there, oh, uh, Michael Rooker. Michael Rooker was oh, yeah. really cool. Uh, he, they came out and uh, I think his name's Jose. Uh, it's Diaz. Julio. Uh, Julio Diaz. Yeah, he came out beforehand and he was like, "Look, you guys, you know, Michael's got to make a flight. Something's come up. He's still doing the panel, but he's only going to be able to do thirty minutes." And you know, so he came out, introduced Michael Rooker. He came out, spent maybe two minutes on the stage and then took his wireless mic and just started bolting around the Sanger theater, just like sticking his mic in people's faces and saying, Hey, where's your question? You know, what's, what's your question? What's your question? Like he would put, he put it in a baby's face and said, Hey, what do you, what's your question? You know, and just cracking jokes. Uh, he, he offered somebody chocolate covered pretzels and quoted from all rats, which was cool. And, and you know, pull them out. he's like, you know, man, they're yeah, they're they're a little really melty, but damn it, they delicious. What? It's it's, it's, a, it's a fine film. It's not Kevin Smith's best, but it's still a fine yeah. film. I love. Uh, uh, it was it was Zach cool that Michael Rooker referenced that when you know it could have been Walking Dead or any other number of things. You know. Slither. Yeah, I um, Guardians stuff. of the Galaxy. Yeah. 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 And it was it was just neat to see him. It was neat to see him walking that around awesome. with a bag of chocolate covered pretzels, offering them to people. Yeah, I love the little <laughs> excerpt you showed me where the guy's like, "Why didn't your character in Guardians of the Galaxy use a bow and arrow?" And he's like, "Dude, it's a twenty first century. What the hell?" And he like walks <laughs> off. <laughs> it's like the the very first question is like, "You know, what was it like playing Merle on Walking Dead? Fun. Fun. <laughs> what was it like being blue? Pretty." Pretty. <laughs> it was it was great. It was just a ball of energy. I heard he you. went to he went up and down every aisle and answered as many questions as he could fit in. And he made it super awkward for a bunch of people. Like he stuck a microphone in uh, in uh, one of the guys' face. Uh, it was I want to think it was actually the guy that let me into uh, to vinyl for the Molly Ringwald show. Michael Rooker comes up, sticks a microphone in his face. He's like, "Hey man, what's your question?" He's like, "Man, why are you freaking me out right now?" It was it was great, man. He just accosted people with a microphone for as long as I was there. It was beautiful. So we we talked about the panels a lot because we love panels. And you touched on something that I want to come back to before we're done with the this, this show because something we really didn't touch on was the merchant's room, the vendor's room. The we, vendor's room. We didn't, yes. So I know I bought swag. Do you else get any swag? I got a pew, 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 pew shirt. You stole that from me, by the way. I was trying to buy you something nice. Dude, give me the 15 bucks and we'll call it a day. Nope. <laughs> I bought a really beautiful, um, this is totally not something you would ever normally buy, I guess, at a con, but I got a really beautiful, like, wooden box with, like, metal, you know, embellishments on it. It's really pretty. You get all kinds of neat stuff at a con. I wanted, like, I, I walked around 
I don't know, like 30 times. And there were several things that jumped out at me that I, I wanted, but I, I don't know. I just, I couldn't pull the trigger on anything. There were, so, I wanted shirts. I wanted, you know. So was the, there, okay. Cause I know we're all, we're, you know, we're poor podcasters. We no one makes any money. This, yeah. So. Yeah. Poor. So, um, was there anything at like, you know, I, if, if I only had the money, did anything jump out? Like, there's a hundred and sixty dollar bag from The Walking Dead that I would have loved. Oh, dude, there, there, there's a bag, like, just a bag. Yeah, like, I, a, I like could, a messenger bag. I could drop a thousand bucks at a con easy. Oh yeah, like, uh, that's, that's was why it made I made a zombie. <laughs> it was uh, no, I mean, skin it, zombie. It, it was the, just... the problem was it's it's official The Walking Dead gear, so they've got to pay all of that shenanigans. Plus, it's at a con and probably got just, price. Yeah, well, I would have gotten a few of the Fallout bobbleheads because I just. You know, I'm obsessed with Fallout, so. No, throw out. If I'd have had, if I'd have had the money, I really wanted to get somebody to one of the artists to do a Darkwing Duck sketch, one of the colorists to color it, and then get Jim Cummings to sign it. But it was just, it was too much. Like I, mean, I that's went around. Easy, that's easy, like a hundred bucks, right? There. You know, honestly, I, I I talked to a couple of the artists. I, I'm one of the guys. I think it was. Uh, uh, I, I don't want to say whose name it was because I don't want to put anybody's business out there. But one of the guys was like, yeah, I can I can sketch that out for like 10, 15 bucks. And I was like, yeah, that's great. And then I went up and I looked at the prices for getting it signed, talked to somebody else about the prices for getting it colored. And it just it turned out to be way too much money than my broke ass had for this year's convention. Right. Yeah. Right. yeah. But um, that's kind of what I want to do next time I go that's to one a really of these cool things. Idea, dude. Is I want to get really I want to get cool an idea. artist to sketch something. I want to get a colorist to color it in, and then get the voice of say that character yeah, or something like idea. that to to sign it. The last few years I'm doing conventions, I, I, I typically get art, and so that that was cool. I picked up. Um, a ray, a six-inch ray action figure from Force Awakens, that for fifteen bucks, which is under retail and it's way under her uh, secondary market price on on eBay. The eBay is like forty-five bucks. Fifteen bucks has a little BB-8. I was thrilled, <laughs> so I got that. I got a couple autographs. Oh, we did get some Legos. Yeah, uh, we did too. We yeah, got some Lego dinosaur people. Legos from Jurassic World for our son because he is obsessed with dinosaurs. Yeah, we got our son. Uh, yeah, there were a lot of Lego Green Arrow dealers. and. Um, Superman? He promptly lost the back within a day. So I had to go oh, back really? and buy another one because the Tranodon wings and the back piece that holds onto the body all separate into different pieces. Because oh, of Legos. Because mm-hmm. it's like yeah. Legos. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so I got this really sweet six inch um, Ray figure and had a little BB 8 with it. And so I'm debating to open it. Oh, ah. Yeah, it's always tough, dude. Yeah. I'll tell you what, being on the vendor floor was a lot of fun for me because not only do you get to go look at you know, all the cool gear and merch that they've got, but you know, everybody's floating through there. You've got all the cosplayers going through there. You've got these beautiful works of art, you know, um, I really wanted to buy, uh, I, I kind of wanted to buy the, the crochet dolls. Did you see all those? I oh, saw yeah. those. Yeah, I, they those had like were the amazing. hats and all kinds of stuff. Like I, all I the characters, the they had all the Avengers, they had all of the current series of, uh, the doctors. So yeah. from uh, Eccleston to Capaldi, they had all of them in mm-hmm. crochet, including the War Doctor, which was kind of cool. That's really cool. Uh, but they're all done in crochet. They're all probably six six inches tall, roughly. But they had tons yeah, of they had tons of they had amazing stuff all over the floor. You know, of um, course, they had the TARDIS there, which yeah. you know I think I took a thousand photos of that, mm-hmm. and um, you know the cosplayers coming through, which I just loved. You know, I saw Michael Rooker running around a couple of times, and mm-hmm. it was just it's uh, to me that's like that's the heart of. The con is right there. That everybody comes through it, um, and then you've got 
every fandom is represented right there. And there was there was one that I I, I I was I was digging around hard on Sunday trying to find something Darkwing Duck to get signed. Nobody had any Darkwing Duck anything. That's, not an artist. Not something. a table. <laughs> not, it's, it's, you know. it's hard to have Darkwing Duck stuff. I mean, it's not out. It's it's you know it's twenty twenty five years old now. And yeah, but I mean, hell, you're you're saying there's not old stuff at a convention. I'm just, you're the, what, <laughs> That's one of the more obscure things I would think I, I mean, compared I think, to everything. I else. mean, honestly, yeah. I think I mean, the, but it's one of Jim Cummings' biggest roles, right? But and, you know, what, what I'm he's saying, a fairly big name for the con. But it was easier to find Winnie the Pooh stuff than, than Darkwing Duck. You know, honestly, yeah. I didn't see that much Winnie the Pooh stuff either. But my point is, is that they 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 still make Winnie the Pooh stuff. They don't make Darkwing Duck stuff well, now. Yeah. And so even at a con, you're looking at something, you know, trying to find a vintage. This is vintage now, vintage toys. Yeah. Or vintage product from you know whenever, yeah. And then trying to put that together, you're gonna play a premium anyway. So I don't think it's the it's not the, the cost effective. It's not there. Yeah, um, I get it. The strangest thing I saw in the vendors ta- the the vendors room, yeah. Uncle Henry. Oh, cool. We, I, uh, the band played his show not too long back. It was cool. I, he's I, nice people. He's great. But I was walking and, I, and for a minute there, I thought it was Uncle Henry cosplay and I yeah. stopped. <laughs> and I'm like, nope, that's really Uncle Henry. <laughs> if you don't know Uncle Henry, it's he's a local um, radio persona. He's been around for ever since, for since radio started, I guess. Yeah. And uh, yeah, <laughs> that's a long time. Right. I just it was like I was walking. I was like, that's Uncle Henry. Not Uncle Henry cosplay. And then I got thinking yeah. about Uncle Henry cosplay, how awesome that would be. <laughs> right. So for a second, can we talk about the mystery boxes? Let's talk and about those mystery everybody boxes. Everybody had those things. Everybody had one. I watched was a so huge many seller. I watched so many people, people open them. them. People like yeah. the mystery. And I I was so tempted to so get was, one. Was there was there good stuff in them? So um the some of them had like I saw, I saw like one that had like something good really in it. Cool. The rest were kinda like I would be really disappointed like this if, guy I, got one. if I opened it. <laughs> and I was like, he goes, he opened up. I was like, what'd you get? And he's like, we have these like these stickers and like this, this like like this random character from like Breaking Bad and like this. And I was like, so you got gypped, huh? No, no. I mean, it, it, the suspense was fun. I was like, oh, the the, the waiting in line and then then paying for it and then <laughs> yeah, opening it. Like, he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, but someone okay. did win an Xbox out of it, yeah, so yeah. there's what? that. An Xbox, one yeah, for the, 35 an Xbox bucks. one. Wow. So the tickets, were, the the boxes were thirty five. Mm-hmm. I was about to ask. I, I, I mean, like it, it, it was a gamble. So like there was some that came with like I think one I saw was a Battlestar Galactica bust, which was easily a fifty dollar bust. So I mean, right. it, one of them it, had it, a it really beautiful. Book or, or, in go in your it, or their favorite, just depend on the box. Yeah. But I think that brings us uh, pretty much to the close, man. Yeah. So, Vicky, did did Pensacon 2016 stack for you? A stack against what? Stack against your hype <laughs> that we built up here as a whole. Your, was this as your, a whole, yes. Was this okay. your first con? This is my very first con of any con of any con ever. Oh, that's adorable. I know, right? Um, overall. You know, adding all three days up and then pulling the average run, I really enjoyed it. I really did. Um, it, every day was better and better for me. And I think part of it for me was I've never been to a con. Yeah, I've never covered a con. I had no idea what I was doing. But by the third day, I felt very comfortable. I kind of knew, you know, what I could and couldn't do and what I wanted to do. And I did what I wanted to do on the third day. And it was, I say overall, it was pretty great. And I'm very excited for the next one the next one or any other con that i get to go to and do what i did so i'd say uh, it stacks for me well you scott 
Uh, yeah, the stacks, and I've done a lot of cons, so uh, and I've done big cons and small cons, and especially for something that's in its third year and clearly trying to make something. You know, it's 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 funny because especially with smaller cons, you can just see they kind of get stagnant and do just this is what we are. Pentacon wants to grow, and it looks like it's growing. And so, uh, you know, problems aside, I think they need to fix the wheel car situation. But you know, I'm not there to be their you know their their problem solver on that. I don't know what the solution is, but clearly that that's a problem. It's a good problem to have because you got people wanting to come see it. So that that it's just logistics. You'll they'll figure it out because if, if DragonCon can figure it out in San Diego, you can figure it out. You can figure you'll figure right. it out. Right. It, it, it's a, it, there's a solution out there. They're right. Fine. Right. So you know, I mean, if that's and and that was kind of I mean, I didn't hear much about complaints, but I could see that could be a, a huge because that line was crazy. It, yeah, it I, was, I heard people complaining. Yeah, about it. my the friend who came from Birmingham was kind of frustrated that he got there and got in line at I don't know whatever time it was nine nine fifteen. It didn't get his ticket till like ten forty five or whatever it was. Yeah, so. This is better than not getting it like till three. I didn't. Yeah. The, the line kind of moved, but it was long, and so and it's just not expecting what you're going to get. I mean, it, and so it's yeah, but uh, it's it one of the, yeah. or lesson learned: buy it online beforehand. Well, see, no, no, that's no, no. What that, that's, that's, that's what that's what doesn't it. matter. That, that's what that's that what was. We'll yeah. They're not there to buy tickets. They're there to pick there their to pick. tickets. And it took oh, that long. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. No wonder everybody's mad. Well, well yeah. I mean, you got to think. The problem, the problem for him specifically, though, he bought a three-day pass and yeah. didn't know he could pick it up Thursday night. So he could have picked it up the uh, yeah. night before when you Yeah, and they do got, they when, do when highly when recommend that you drive down and pick it up on Thursday night. Yeah, yeah he, he didn't know that was an option though. Yeah. So that's uh, okay. there's there's a bit of miscommunication, there's a bit of uh, organization obviously. So and I'm not sure quicker. if that's for just everybody or if that's only for VIP. No, it was three day or VIP or media. Oh, okay. Well I mean which goes to show he found like, out afterwards. that that yeah. alone puts weight on the three day pass. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I mean, like shit. If if I'm gonna wait, like, is think about it, like from a from you want to see panels. Well, if you want to go to the ten o'clock panel, you You're need done? to get your you need to get your pass the day before. Exactly. Like, you yeah. just it just it, whether it's Saturday get it Friday or three day get it yeah. Thursday. I mean, you, you just gotta be. prepared. I don't know if you can man. do that, so I guess I shouldn't speak and, for and, them. Don't but. get me wrong. I've I've doing Dragon Con, which is a way bigger con. And I've done will call, and I've had to wait in line. But uh, uh, when I went in 2014, we waited maybe 20 minutes. Really? Maybe. Wow. I've done my. Well, I haven't been since 2010. So it's it's gotten so much better. It's a good con. Everyone, I recommend it too. I will say uh, 2016 <laughs> Pentacon stacks, and it's in 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 it. Uh, and it singly gave me one of so how it stacks. I've got a lot of fun memories for and of and but I will say my favorite memory was yesterday. Um, I think that was just it was incredible for me to sit down and and do some of the stuff that we that we were able to do. I just I honestly I went into this con because we'd requested celebrities. We didn't we got and I thought we got denied. And I had a co- conversation with Cat backstage at the contest costume um, contest and she's and I was like yeah okay so tomorrow we're gonna do this. Oh you're not gonna talk to celebrities? I was like no I I, I thought we got denied. She's like no 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 I just haven't gotten back to you and I'm like. Oh, okay, cool. She's like, well, well, who do you want to talk to? And I'm like, I have no idea now. <laughs> and so that's how the whole Sunday, you know, meet and greet thing went for us. And, you know, thank you, Kat, for that opportunity. Because, again, Kat. it was, uh, it's definitely, it will yes, be, yeah, some, it'll be a day that I look, look, look on for, for a long time for with a lot of happy memories. So it definitely stacks for me. Uh, it stacked for me. I mean, as a whole, it was great. The The one critique I would give us is the parking for media and VIP in the back. Or not VIP, media and vendors. Yeah. Um, and I, I know we it got did, a pass. It did fill up on Saturday. Right. Well, we got. Uh, they, they made me. They made uh, Mike was there from Fox 10. Right. And uh, they, they made several of us. They just said, look, you can look for a parking spot if you want, but it's full. Well, you've got to find another place. They were. I mean, it, that my only critique would be. Like for, for us, for instance, we had uh, we had five media passes. We had yeah. five 
we got five um, parking passes. Yeah, like, we didn't need five. I and mean, I, I like, wonder, a, like a three per group. You know, well, I, I wonder. Group. I wonder. Yeah, and but yeah, is, and that's the thing is we we weren't using we weren't using those extra right, spots. But, we carpooled, but. Yeah. Not, that, not that we did, but yeah, they I could have been given to someone sick. else. They, there, there was no other. You, they, all they did was look for the pass. We had five. We only used two. We could have given three to some other person who asked for them. Or you know, not that we did. But my point is, they yeah, gave I away. Say, I don't. I don't see how that would have. Fixed I think it. they gave away no, more passes they, than there were spots. That was my next point. Wow. Oh, think say. about it like this: so you pick up your your media press kit, right? Yeah. But your your buddy, you know, uh, Jeff over here is not media, but he's like, dude, I don't want to fuck with parking. And you're like, well, I got an extra well, parking pass. Well, yeah. Not even. But I didn't that's, do that. Well, I, well, that's not <laughs> what I'm saying. But there might may have may have taken. Hold place. on, wait, wait. It doesn't have to yeah. be nefarious. It doesn't have to be nefarious. We all could have driven a car each if we wanted to and taken up five spaces. Yeah, it, that's not. It's not. An, an economical use of resources. No, I'm so, with you. That's what I said. Like, yeah, but I mean, if you were giving and, a, and will, a nefarious purpose, it didn't have to be that. Yeah, the, I think the, it was the last, more that they just gave out more parking passes than there were spots. Yes. And well, is what and it comes down the to. last two years when there wasn't a giant tent in, the, the, in the media vendor, vendor parking lot, it wasn't, it a, wasn't problem. a problem. I, I was, that was just my only critique. Was, yeah. No, uh, we there that should be addressed next year. Mike, Cat, everybody else, not a... We're not saying you guys are idiots. Just saying yeah. <laughs> that that needs to be something that's addressed because it happened uh, on Saturday and Sunday. If I'm oh, did it happen on Sunday too? The first, I got there yeah, early. Sunday, on I had Sunday. to. I had to. I left the Sanger to go to the Bay Center, and I immediately had to go back to the Sanger and then take um, the trolley, a trolley back. Yeah. Yeah. On the on the flip side, which sucked for someone who parked. I parked Saturday. And because I carpooled Friday, and I parked Saturday, I got there earlier. The parking situation wasn't terrible, right? Uh, I paid ten bucks. I was, which is reasonable for for an event. Yeah, um, I was about a block away. I my, I just happened to look at. It. I, I parked at a church, and I was under a shade tree, and I just parked and. What, I mean, it was less than a block. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. ours was specifically for media because we well, keep right. stuff know, in the, the truck. I'm just saying the else. other side of yeah. it. The other yeah, side. Yeah. So, I mean. Oh, there's you know, ample parking yeah, there, there, for everyone which, else. Which really surprised me. There was a lot of parking. Yeah. A lot of these shows don't have that. Yeah. Try to park at Dragon Con. Yeah. Oh, no, you don't. You, no, you don't. <laughs> yeah, Honestly, yeah. I was surprised by how easy it was to, to get downtown and park downtown on the nights right? when, yeah. when I needed yeah. to. Yeah, dude. That was easy. That was handled really well. Yeah. Uh, Pensacola yeah, did a good was, job. Yeah, yeah. Minus really the blocking off Pensacola. of streets when you're still parked on them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gallery night. That was fun. So yeah. we should we should probably bring up the Facebook thing. Right? Well, yeah. did you get stack it first? Oh yes, it stacks. <laughs> Fantastic. All right, Facebook. Especially thing. the mall the mall rides panel. Yeah. 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 Right, Gabe? Uh, the Facebook thing. So um. You know what, Jay? You're you're pretty good at this. So why don't you why don't you go ahead and, and put that news out there? Okay. So um, we've always we've discussed every year that the facilities that are being used for Pensacon do not do it justice. It, it actually is a deficit. It it doesn't help the situation. It actually just makes everything worse for the most part. And again, that's not uh, Pensacon initiated. That's the best place they can go in the city. And every year they've petitioned for a better place to go. This year. Um, they didn't announce what the dates were on Sunday like they normally do. Uh, we were discussing the dates what, for next year. Yeah, the, day, the dates yeah. for next year normally get announced on the last day of the con so that pe- people can start making arrangements for hotels. The hotels can start making arrangements. Agents yeah, can start making last arrangements. Last year, the hotels booked up like it was two within, weeks after the end of the con. Uh, they booked up like two days within announcing they were open. Yeah. Uh, or the Crown did. I should say the yeah. Crown because yeah, there are the other Crown. hotels. But the Crown is the, the partner hotel. But uh, so... They didn't announce dates this year, and we found out today why. Uh, basically, the the um, Bay Center had already booked up those dates 
all throughout February and I guess the first two weeks of March uh, and not given us an op or well, I say us, uh, Pensacon an option to use the Bay Center. Um, they're currently trying to do a social media campaign to get uh, people to write into the county commissioners, I think is what they're, they're mm -hmm. aiming for, so that people will um, try to influence that decision. And before people start complaining to us or to Pensacon, the Bay Center is owned by the county, so it's not the government overriding small businesses. It's literally, it's a property owned by the county. So they're just trying to influence the business that's operating or managing the county's property so and I, I think this i think you know outside the county commission you should also reach out to the city of pensacola because yes it's a bit, it's if, a, you, if you if well i guess we'll link to it in the in our our show notes but there is a post by pensacon a very uh a very, very long very yeah. heartfelt post. Yeah. a very it's lengthy it's a very yeah. open a very a very long open letter to um every all the fans and the city the county and the ways to contact different people including uh people who work at the company that manages the county commissioners and i believe the uh the, the mayor's info as well good uh but go look at that that should be linked in the episode yeah. if it's not please yell at us that one of us should remember I, to do I, that. I will say this even if you're not a even if you're, if you're not a even if you're not a lot of local they actually that's one of the things is they're like no if you're not local do it. it please do it because that shows people coming from like england yeah. or australia not guests like actual yeah. con goers that are spending thousands of dollars to get here and then another you know thousands of dollars while here and all of that accumulates to what we've discussed in the year past uh, over five million dollars right, over six days and, two and different what's, years what's cool about Pensacon is especially because it's kind of an off it's an off-season event I mean our weather's great right here but I mean I mean while, while it was in the 60s I wouldn't jumped in the water no i wouldn't jump in the water i don't uh, know other people might but, but the people do yeah, but, but i but, wouldn't i wouldn't either but I, you know i would i would go to a con and enjoy it. i mean sure. three, three days i had no jacket on and just was it, it, no it's, it's fantastic good, man and, 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 and not only did the combat i did downtown for the first time in years and i realized i don't how think i've ever been downtown downtown pensacola is pretty yeah, so, yeah. i mean was, i didn't realize how built up it had become and and, and so i'm mm. i'd like to go but like if you guys play like an the our event i'd totally go down for that I, I think all in all man i mean it, it's a it's it's a great con it's done exceptionally well um and it's and it's three-year span um it is has brought a lot for the community it's brought a lot for the fans it's great opportunities i mean it's i, I heard somebody today to go i liked it better than the wizard con in new orleans um just because of how they handle the crowds right, right? i mean and that that's that's huge because they, they didn't have the the triple a names that WizardCon brought or whatever, you know, they had who the celebs that were there, and they were able to to manage that. I mean, it's I don't know, it's a great con, and, and if it and if it goes away, it will truly be a travesty, and it will be devastating for me personally, and and and, and thousands of others. So if if you, if you're a con person, you like cons, or just someone who cares about local business, sign the petition, get the word out, and uh, help keep Pensacon alive. Because we want Pensacon for a new hope. <laughs> I'm good at branding, man. That's my job. <laughs> Producers, <laughs> right? I need. We need to tell it to Mike. That's right? good. Pensacon Four. Right. New Hope. I think we, we should just drop the mic. And yeah, it's done. Pensacon Four: A New Hope. Yeah, that's a great. You know what? Uh, you, you've you've earned that. So, Mike, yeah. if you guys use that, just give kudos to Scotty. Don't even give me kudos. So just just I'm just, just, just use the damn name. Just use the name, Mike. And then maybe Mike, give him like a free, you know. Pass thing. No, don't even have to do that. I look. <laughs> well, we we, well, we want, just give me. We one. want. I want Pitsgun Four. I want a new. Vicky said, "I'll take it. It's fine. <laughs> I'll Vicky. take it if you don't um, want it." Try, are we done? Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's us. So yeah, guys. Uh, I'm JD Willis. 
Bulldog. And we want to thank Scotty and Vicky for being on the show today. Uh, we, you guys know the social media stuff. We've done that three for three seasons. So if you haven't figured it out by now, <laughs> feedback though, uh, we still take the survey. Uh, we never mention anymore, which is dumb. But oh yeah, hey, you got suggestions for the show? Uh, survey well, stuff. Yeah, yeah. well. <laughs> There's two different things there. Uh, the survey would be geek-io.net slash survey. Uh, or if you want to do suggestions for future topics that aren't Pensacon, that would be howitstacks.com slash suggestions. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fantastic. So how it's well done. Well, well done. How it's done. Yep. Yeah, how it's done. Scotty here, gracious host. Finish it. Finish how it. stacks.com slash suggestions. There we go. And Shout we got to the host of the Mopcast Network, the I owner, CEO, founder, founder, president, founder, founder, founder. I'm going with the D Space Chief Financial Officer. The founder. Uh, check out uh, mopcast.com. We got a lot of stuff going on. Uh, a lot of video going happening. Uh, new shows uh, happening. We're all kinds of new articles now on mopcast.com. People writing stories and stuff. It's great. What? It writes, what? Right. So uh, uh, please, please check it out uh, and please comment. We we want to interact with our fans. What we do is celebrate fandom. We want to celebrate your fandom. This is our contribution to the multiverse. Go out and make yours. And uh, yeah, hey, I made that. mine. You can yeah. find it at pawpawsmedicinecabinet.com. Right. Oh, and let me plug me too. Well, I should that bad choice of words. Bad choice of words. I will plug it. Okay. Anyway, you can find me on facebook.com backslash Depew Photo, and you can see all the photos from this year's Pensacon. And check me out on DepewImages.com. All the photos? They're all going to be at yours. Oh yeah. Well, I'm tagging how it stacks and all oh, that. Oh, I just meant like the ones that I took. No, Alicia took. Well, that's and awfully took, nice. And then well, I mine took. are the throw best. Us, throw so us, uh, throw us a bone with that one. On our show. Yeah. <laughs> and no one's plugging anything. I want to plug uh, Vicky. Let's uh, just turn this preparation off. Preparation <laughs> H. Huh? Oh yeah, Convergence. That is right. That's well a done. good. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah Convergence, is a brand new sponsor for How It Stacks. Uh, it was a movie just released here on February fifth, ninth, ninth. Depending um, on your media. Oh, cool. I didn't know they were a sponsor. Now that's awesome. Yeah, they sponsor the show. Um, Sweet. I, I was in. I was involved in the film. Um, in, in uh, for one line. Jeez, <laughs> uh, Jared. Dick. Look, um, I got to keep you humble. It's fine. I don't think anybody's gonna have a problem keeping me humble. Anyway, it was uh, it was it was it's a great job. experience, um, but the film has, has gotten some really good reviews. Uh, it's it's a, it's a great. As movie. of this recording, it's on sale on Amazon. I don't know if it will be yeah. when you hear this. I got my copy in a day. But I anyway, I, I strongly you recommend it. If you. if you like Not movies really. that are outside the I box, if you're tired of reboots, capes and tights, it's definitely worth checking out. Then, but guys, I just want to thank y'all so much for for sticking around. I know it's been a long episode, but Pensacon definitely deserves deserves it. Um, and and I, and I think none of us really have a problem giving them the credit where the credit's due. So thank y'all for listening. And, and for the last th- the last two years, we had three one hour episodes. So you're really getting off light. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So y'all back a hell up off of us. This is a Howlstack special edition Pensacon 2016. Bitches. Let's look for Pensacon Four: A New Hope. Bitches. 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 Bitches.